The Elder Panthers have made it to the state final game three times, winning two out of the three. But in all three times, there have been only one thing in common, an epic battle against the Coleraine Cardinals in the regional final. In 2002, a 28-21 victory on a last-minute touchdown pass by Rob Florin to Brian Crowley. In 2003, 24-23 win, a Coleraine 55-yard field goal fell short in the last seconds. And in 2008, Elder wins 27-20 in two OTs. Tonight, Elder and Coleraine meet again in what we expect to be another epic battle. Elder and Coleraine will talk about it right now. It's a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. And we are back the same spot as we were last week for the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show as the Elder Panthers take on the Coleraine Cardinals, as we mentioned briefly there in that uh, opening. Uh, every time Elder has gone to the state finals, they had to go through the same road, and that is knocking off the Coleraine Cardinals, which is never an easy task. A quality team, a team that is coached well, practices hard, all the things you need to do to have the win winning records that the Coleraine Cardinals have all the time. Hello, I'm Mark Bengel. Joining me is Steve Bengel and Tom Kennedy. And Tom and Steve, we're looking forward to a big, big game tonight. Uh, Both of the two best teams in the city meeting for the regional final again like they did last year. You got yeah two teams, one out of the GMC, one out of the GCL, and uh, that's kind of how it was set up to, to work. The way the seedings worked this this year, and you're right, Mark. The the road to upstate is through the Coleraine Cardinals, and it is this year. It's a rematch of the game from last year that. Uh, saw Elder come in and just not be able to get it done. The final score not really indicative of, of the lion's share of that game. Uh, they, they were, it was 14 to nothing. Cole ran at the halftime. Could have been a whole lot of different picture if Elder would have uh, connected on a few plays here or there. So uh, they got that in the back of their mind, I think, tonight as, uh, you know, Getting into the Final Four is enough of a motivation, but to have the additional motivation uh, of what happened last year with the Coleraine Cardinals, I I think is going to take this game to another level, and this is everything that you want the regional final to be. Tom, uh, of course, uh, the tragic news earlier in the week, we found out that uh, Jalen Thomas, uh, the fine senior uh, running back and defensive uh, linebacker, uh, one of the top tacklers for the team and rushers on the team, uh, was involved in a, a car crash and had surgery on Monday, and he's out, and which is just devastating. I know last year Elder had the same thing happen with quarterback Michael Bittner in the week before, and, and that's just one of those tragedies that you don't want to see happen. It's a tragedy in, in, in a lot of ways, I mean, for his family, for the school, for the community around, but also – you know, very succinctly to what we have in front of us tonight, the game. He accounted, he was their number one rusher with over a thousand yards for the year. He was their number one receiver with over half of all the receptions. They don't throw the ball a lot, but half the time they were doing that, they were doing it to Jalen Thomas. So, you know, he's had 10 touchdowns, uh, nine receiving, one, one rushing. So it's, uh, he, he is a, a third of their offense, so they're going to have to fill that. Whether they can fill that with uh, – they have some 
uh, Abdul, Wahid, uh, and Deshaun Pace are the two people that are going to need to step up offensively and defensively since he was you know, such a major part of their defense as well. So how they handle that, how that translates to the team, whether it's something that will bring them down or a motivating factor remains to be seen. Of course, guys, uh, both teams to get here tonight had a face big cross-league rivals, and of course, uh, Colerain knocked off Fairfield, and, and the Elder Panthers right here on this field uh, knocked off Col- or St. X 28-24. Tom, exciting, nail-biting ending to that game, and of course, a, a big fourth and two uh, 70-yard touchdown run uh, by, by Matthew Luby. Uh, y- you couldn't have had a more exciting game. You really couldn't, and it's funny that you talk about the two teams getting here into the regional final without a doubt you could say that Coleraine had the easier route taking nothing away from the Fairfield Indians but beating them 28 to 7 uh you know Coleraine's when well noted they won 82 or 83 straight league contests in a row now 20th year they won their GMC league and uh, to say that they could play a league foe in the semifinals of the regional, they would take that any day of the week. Elder, on the other hand, uh, had a daunting task uh, of facing a team like St. X, who, who Elder did beat earlier. Uh, and that's one common opponent that both Coleraine and, and Elder have tonight is St. X. St. X did beat Coleraine uh, week two, four, uh, 21 to 14, if I'm not mistaken. So, that's correct. Uh, so, uh, that that's a, something of comparables, but tonight it'll be a game of wills. It'll be a game of uh, uh, you know just doing your job. We'll get into all that later, but I think right now a lot of folks would have said last week's semifinal game between Elder and Saint X could have been a regional final as well. It was, and it turned out to go in Elder's favor. Whoever lost that game, guys, would have been it's devastated. I'm sure Saint X is devastated over that loss last week. But it was it was I called it an instant classic at the end of it. And and you don't get many instant classics. Hopefully tonight uh, can have just as many uh, great plays and dynamic uh, plays as we had last week here against Saint X. Steve, you look at uh, the elder passing game. Matthew Luby had 20 completions. He had 29 attempts for 286 yards. And you know, if you were at the game watching the game, the guy that was pulling down some pretty spectacular uh, catches were was Joe Royer. But quietly and, and uh, succinctly, Evan Vollmer was the leading receiver last week with 137 yards. Uh, Joe Roy had 112, which were both fantastic. But you also throw in uh, Drew Ramsey and Catania. Uh, they have a lot of weapons to throw to. And, and that's uh, one of the things. How many times in the years covering uh, the Elder Panthers and just looking at other teams, they have one standout on offense or defense that if you can somehow neutralize that person, the team doesn't have other weapons to go to where Joe Royer is one piece of a very high-powered offense. And, Tom, I'm sure you have the numbers on this. But, you know, if you take him out of the game, you got Evan Vollmer, you got Drew Ramsey to throw to. Um, you, you, I mean, Scotty Neiman's caught some key passes coming here. They, they have a lot of weapons and uh, just running the ball as well. If that's not working, and uh, I'll say I heard you talk about it on the postgame show a little bit, Tom, last night, you know, this this is the first time in the 30 years that we've been covering Elder and I've been watching Elder that Elder's had a high-powered offense that in an instant can score from anywhere on the field at any time. And for example, just look back to last week, fourth and, fourth and two with a minute two to go. 
70 yards, touchdown. Guys, uh, obviously we're, we're going to be following and co- covering uh, a lot of football games throughout the area, and uh, one of them, uh, LaSalle and Harrison uh, uh, at Lakota West, uh, that's going to be a barn burner, and, and that's in Division Two. But there's a lot of bragging rights. I know the Harrison community is very, very proud of their team this year, and, of course, we've seen LaSalle, LaSalle knocking off Elder in a very close matchup a couple weeks ago, but that one's going to be a, a wild one. I think it's going to be interesting, uh, Tom, if I don't know if you have. No, go ahead. I, I just think it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, Harrison has been doing a, a lot of talking this week uh, on message boards and just in the community in, in general saying, well, LaSalle's just not seen anything like us. I think it's quite the opposite. Harrison has not seen anything like LaSalle. If that game, if there's not a running clock in this game in the second half, um, I'm buying rounds tonight uh, after. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, you know, I, I think the Wildcats are in for a long, long night. LaSalle is such a good team, a, such a talented football team. I, I think they have to be the odds-on favorite uh, to bring home another state crown this year in D2. You know, just a small tidbit of minutiae, I guess. I was looking at the OHS, OHS a website this week and they listed four games tonight uh and the close proximity of the schools in uh, LaSalle and Harrison are 10.8 miles apart so they rank number four on the list uh Avon and Avon Lake are four and a half miles apart and they're playing in region six tonight and region three Groveport Madison and Pickerington Central are just under seven miles apart and uh, here Elder and Coleraine they're just over eight miles apart so there's a lot of familiarity in these games tonight throughout the state of Ohio. We'll also be watching Trotwood Madison uh, will be playing Baden Division Three. Baden having a big win last week, Steve, and uh, we'll we'll have all that. And, yeah. and and we also have we'll be looking at uh, the course of the winner of this game will be the Springfield Dublin Kaufman game uh, up in uh, London Bullis Field. We'll be obviously keeping our eye on that and uh, all the games, the Groveport, Madison, Pickerington Central. uh, Menor St. Ed's. Uh, Yeah, we'll be bringing you all those. We'll be looking at some D2 matchups as well. Uh, LaSalle plays the winner of Toledo Central Catholic and and, uh, Lewis Center, Olin Tangy. Uh, I would imagine uh, Central Catholic wins that one going away, so it'll be two, probably LaSalle and Toledo Central Catholic in that game, but I may be wrong. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Well, we will not obviously be having a post-game radio show out at La Rosa's. Uh, that ceased at the last or first uh, home playoff game uh, since we're on the road. There's no way we can get back and do that. Uh, I've had a few texts uh, and emails asking if we were going to do that. But, uh, we'd that's have to not start driving be, there now. Yeah, we'd be on the way. But uh, we will be doing an extended post-game show from here at uh, the, at the field. We'll try to get some interviews, if possible, uh, all pending on if uh, things work out the way uh, the Panthers hope they will. And we'll we'll uh, hope that you stay tuned and, and listen for the whole broadcast tonight. We're going to take our first time out. Uh, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. We're coming to you live out at uh, Mason High School. We'll be back with uh, more details of the Elder Colerain game right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347 347- 
800-999-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy at Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. And we're back at Mason High School uh, where the Elder Panthers and the Coleraine Cardinals will be matching up in an epic battle, I'm sure. And, uh, guys, when you look at the the history of these two teams playing, probably one of the more memorable uh, was the Saturday game in 2009 uh, on ESPN, uh, which uh, Elder won 20-7. But that game didn't have as much riding on it as these regional finals do. And uh, when you look at the times that Elder has advanced up out of here and made it up to state uh, and played in the state championship game uh, in 2002, a big close game, 28-21 that year. And then uh, the following year, uh, just a you couldn't get any tighter. Elder wins that game twenty four to twenty three, and then the and that you, was a miss extra point mixed. by Cole Rain, and they were talking about they played that game at Nippert Stadium and the college to goalpost a little bit narrower, and yeah, uh, we that, remember it well, don't we? Yeah, we do, and and uh, they. Then, then they had a an attempt of a 55-yard field goal at the end of the game, and the guy it fell short by about 10 yards, but uh, it was dead on straight, straight down. But it was a little short. And then Mark Miller uh, uh, in uh, 2008 had a touchdown pass to uh, uh, Jones. Uh, uh, and we won in two overtimes, 27 to yeah. 20. So the the, uh, the the point here is that. If you got to get out of this region, you're going to play a pretty dang on tough team in the Coleraine Cardinals. And Elder, in this recent history, is uh, wins won six and lost eight. So this is a very very tough uh, task ahead for the Elder Panthers. It really is. And looking at the history, Mark, in the regular season, Elders one win and three losses against Coleraine, and in the state playoffs, uh, five wins and five losses. Like you said earlier in the in, the, in this. Uh, in the 2000s, uh, one, three, and two and three, uh, they they won the two, three, and eight. I should say they won the games. More recent history, Elder hasn't been so uh, successful against Cole Rain. So it's one of those games and one of those competitions against uh, great teams. Each team knows each other so well. It's almost like another GCL team when Elder plays Cole Rain. Uh, and we're going to get into the keys in a minute, but. Uh, they all know what's there. It's all out there. Like Steve said earlier, uh, Elder's probably going to need and use that, that that spanking that they took last year here on this same field and hopefully use that to their advantage. 
Steve, let's look uh, in detail at the Colerain Cardinals. I know uh, with Jalen Thomas out, uh, there's speculation that uh, Lawson Sandusky might fill his spot on offense. Uh, uh, they, they have quite a few different players in, 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 that, that could be plugged in there. But you lose a guy of that quality on both sides of the ball, it, it just really stinks. It does. And, uh, you know, prayers to the, the Colerain community and, and – and, uh, uh, the, uh, Jalen Thomas's family, uh, but you know, just in looking at the game tonight and what Coring has to do, they do have to. Like I said, they they need to. Their number one rusher, their, their number two pass receiver. It's a lot of offense uh, they're they're losing in that. But let's look at Coring just by the numbers. And uh, when, when you're in grade school and high school, you'd always get the task compare and contrast. Well, that's what I want to do tonight. Uh, looking at the Coring Cardinals, how they got here versus uh, what Elder has faced getting here uh, over the season. Uh, they come in 11 and one tonight. Their one loss was to St. X. Elder beat St. X twice. Uh, they've only played three teams with winning records. Elder has played seven teams teams with winning records, and that's not including the, the repeats of St. X and, and Fairfield. Uh, they, they've been down at the half twice this season. Once was the loss to St. X. The other time was when they went to overtime with Fairfield. Um, one of the things I found interesting in looking at all the box scores is they've. They've had only two teams have scored back-to-back scores on them. Uh, St. X scored uh, two touchdowns. Fairfield scored uh, a touchdown and, and, and a field goal back-to-back. But they've never been down by more. They've never been down by 14 points all season long. So, you know, they, they've never really had to play from behind, and they don't really have the offense to, to play from behind. And what I mean by that is they rely heavily on the run, and the run is, is sometimes a slow, methodical offense, and they rely on the run. Re- re- run to this point during the regular season they ran the ball 14 percent of the time ran the ball 86 percent of the time 493 yards came from the pass 200 and uh, uh, two, almost 2,800 yards came from the from passing where if you contrast that to elder they, they passed the ball 42 percent of the time for almost uh, 2,400 yards and they ran for almost 2,500 yards so you know, Elder Panthers, uh, more balance, and I think balance is what gets you farther in the tournament. Keys for Cole Rain, because of what I said, don't get behind early. They're down 21 to 7 to St. X, lost that game. They were down 10 to 3 to Fairfield. They won in overtime. So uh, they, uh, they've been up at half 10 of the 12 games they've played, and uh, so I, I think uh, it's incumbent for them to get out and get out early. More balanced offense, like I just talked about, you know, 7% in the playoffs versus 93% rushing it's just not going to cut it uh they have to be able to pass when they want to not pass when they have to they've only thrown the ball more than 10 times in a handful of games and a lot of games they've thrown the ball under three the only time they threw 20 passes saint x lost because they had to throw the, the ball so they, they have to be able to control that and i think field position and ball control are going to be huge in this game if, if they can somehow turn the field on elder and make elder more march a long way they're going to be much better so they're going to be looking at uh, taking care of the ball and turning the field on elder when they can and, and pin elder back as much as they can freddie johnson their quarterback is going to be a key player he's our leading rusher and leading passer uh, and uh, a 511 170 pound junior and i think he's going to be key to this game. What Freddie Johnson does is where the Coleraine Cardinals go. That's what I got. All right. Well, Tom, when you look on the elder side of the ball, there's one guy you know that 
the coaching staff at, at Colerain is, has been talking about all week long is uh, Matthew Luby. And, of course, you know, when you have GMC-type teams, you always think of a running quarterback. Well, Matthew Luby is a running quarterback. He's a 1,000 yards. He's doubled the running yards of Freddie Johnson. Uh, and he, But he is also thrown for 2,064 yards as well. He's equally a threat there. So he's over 3,000 yards offense right there. And then you add in all the rest. So it's a, uh, it's a formidable a task for the for Cole Rain to go it, to. Absolutely, it really is. But it all begins and ends with Matthew Lubin. I, I I think the updated stats might mark or closer to. He's just shy of four thousand yards. Matthew Luby is twenty five hundred th- uh, throwing the ball and thirteen hundred yards rushing the ball, including fourteen rushing touchdowns. And a lot of that had to do w- with the uh, the playoffs. Uh, and this is the third game of the playoffs. Uh, Tonight's battle is just going to be offense for the Elder Panthers. They average just under 38 points a game on offense, and they give up just under 25 points on defense. Uh, number four in the region, Corrine's number three in the region. Corrine, on the other hand, averages 28 points on offense, and they give up a paltry 12.5 points a game. So this could be one of the stiffer defenses that Elder's going to face this year, uh, Lakewood St. Ed's and and St. X twice. Uh, Elder this year, they started off nicely with a 3-0 record to kick off the season. Uh, They went up to St. Ed's and lost that game 42-25. They came back and got on a five-game winning streak, only to lose uh, in Week 10 to LaSalle 27-25. Currently, they're on a two-game winning streak, beating Lakota West at the pit. And seeing next last week here, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, so, if I could go into the keys, because uh, anybody listening to the broadcast knows uh, they need to go to their big-time players. Uh, but for the Elder Panthers, they need to continue to make the big plays on offense and make and give up no big plays on defense. On offense, continue to attack defenses either with Matthew Luby running or throwing the ball. And then Thunder and Lightning with uh, Cooper Johnson and Joseph Catania uh, running the ball. I'm anxious to see this matchup, and maybe it won't because Coleraine might do a zone on defense. But I'd love to see uh, Deshaun Pace, the defensive back for Coleraine, match up with Joe Royer, uh, the wideout for Elder. That would be one heck of a matchup tonight. And then, of course, Elder, you can say this, the defense need to, needs to force Coleraine in the long drives. You know, Doug said year after year after year for years and years, if they could get Coleraine into a 10 to 12 yard or 12 play series, he'd be happy with that. He just doesn't want to give up the quick play, which then uh, uh, it just doesn't play well for the Elder Panthers. Steve, you mentioned turnovers, and of course, in, a, in any big game, turnovers are going to be a big game. Uh, so you don't want any turnovers. A couple times late in the season at the pit, Elder may have stubbed their toe a little bit when they had a turnover, but uh, no turnovers tonight. And then here I am, Steve, you know, like this, the hidden yards and penalties. Ah. Uh, effective punts by Ben Dieters. He averages just over 36 yards a punt. He's got four of those punts inside the 20, and he's got a long of 52 yards. So tonight could be key for that. And then Sammy Harmeyer, 47 out of 49 in the extra points. He's almost perfect on his field goals, 5 out of 6, with his long being 33 yards. Tonight, Elder, it would be nice if they put it all together. They've had one complete game, in my opinion, this year, and that was at St. X when they got off to that big early lead and held on for the victory. Uh, but just 
uh, with Matthew Luby and Joe Royer as a wideout. Drew Ramsey's a wideout. He's got over 500 yards uh, receiving with five touchdowns. Evan Vollmer, he's got over 600 receiving yards and also five touchdowns. And then on defense, and this is the, the, the side of the ball that really has come together for the other Panthers over the year. Uh, Colton Sanders leads the GCL, made lead the whole city with 103 tackles and one interception. And Connor Keyes right behind him with 83 tackles and six and a half sacks. Steve, you said it early the same way I'm going to say for the Elder Panthers. Elder needs to get an early lead and make Coleraine play from behind. Attacking in on defense, uh, it's going to be tough for the Elder Panthers uh, to see if they can uh, penetrate this 12 and a half game, 12 and a half points that Coleraine gives up on defense. But on defense, if Elder stays in their lanes on defense, and uh, see how good, and they can test Elder's offense that have scored 336 points this year. And that's it, Mike. Uh, back to you. All right. And uh, we're going to turn up a little bit of the last bit of the national anthem here. All right, that's the Elder Band, and uh, I'd like to welcome everybody listening all over the world on ehsports.com and sacredheartradio.com, including PFC Robbie Rotenberger, uh, class of 2018. He's listening at Fort Hood, Texas. Uh, uh, hope you're listening and enjoying it. Uh, I know that's where my son Craig, uh, yeah, when he came back from deployment, was there for a couple of weeks in uh, Fort Hood, Texas. And uh, best of all, they're serving all over the world listening tonight, and we appreciate their service absolutely i'd like to give a couple shout outs first to johnny connie first and uh ed and cookie hoffmeyer they were down in gatlinburg uh loyal listeners to the broadcast and tony vaccarella senior uh, also a loyal listener and my brother-in-law mike birding and bridget birding they're here at the game tonight so uh, go Elder. All right. Looks uh, like we're ready to head down. Let's on... say hi to Mom out there. Yeah, and Mom. So, yeah. How are you doing down at the Eagles Nest, Maryland Bengal? Looks like Lenny's ready to talk to head coach uh, Doug Ramsey. Let's head down to the field for that. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder head coach uh, Doug Ramsey. You know, coach, big win last week. That fourth and two run by Louie probably a play you, you won't forget too much. No, no, that was big. You know, we, were, we weren't looking for that. We were looking just to get a first down there. You know, we were running a quarterback draw with some RPOs and just hoping to, to move the chains and keep, 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 the, uh, keep the game going, keep it alive for us. And, you know, they, they blitzed the corner and ended up being zero coverage. Nobody's in the middle field, and the way Matthew went. Regional final and a, f- a familiar opponent last year. A little bit uh, tough game t- tonight. Uh, different story. Well, I hope so. But uh, you know they're they're really good. They've got uh, really good defense. Their front's good. Uh, you know they got Southwest Ohio Player of the Year playing strong safety, and you know so that they're, they're they're strong on defense and offensively they do a lot of good things. Still run the option really well. Um, probably get the ball out on the edge a little bit more than they have in the past. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's going to be a big time challenge for sure. And they had a uh, tough, tough news with uh, one of the better players, uh, Jalen, getting getting hurt. So uh, they're going to be playing for him, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that they'll they'll be excited for that. And you know, you know, uh, you know how that works sometimes when something happens to one of your teammates. The team's kind of, team kind of rallies around them and, and, and goes out and plays well. So, so yeah, we'll have to. And I told our kids this: we'll just have to weather the storm. You know, early on they'll probably have a lot of emotion. You know, we just got to weather the storm early and then just do our thing. Now, what should we look for tonight? A Colerain typical triple option? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll be. 
they'll be running the ball. They don't they don't throw the ball much at all. Um, they they want to run the ball, and like I said before, uh, getting a little bit out on the edge a little bit more than they have in, in the past. So, you know, our, our, our secondary has to really play well. Even though they're not going to be throwing the ball, our secondary has to play well and make tackles. So what uh, for tonight, what's the keys to tonight's game? Um, you know, big place. You know, we, we got to make them earn everything that they get, and, and we got to block them. I think our O-line is really the key for us on offense, and, you know, I think if we can block them, um, you know, I, I think we can control the clock, control the ball, and have some success. Well, great. Uh, and, and health-wise tonight? Uh, we're in good shape. Everybody's ready to go tonight. All right. Well, good luck. Uh, may the force be with you tonight. Yep. Thank you very much. Right. Well, thanks, Coach. Good luck. And you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them and your local red wing shoe stores have them red wing has the popular safety styles you demand from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles with five convenient locations red wing can manage your company's safety shoe program and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck contact the red wing store nearest you in eastgate tri-county western hills mason florence and online at redwingshoes.com When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. 
The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, elder class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and go Panthers. This is Father Benedict O'Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. And now, let's go down on the field with Lay Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. Tonight it's week three of the playoffs of the high school football season, the regional final, Division One and Region Four. And tonight we're back at Mason High School, Dwyer Field and Atrium Stadium for the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us at Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Tonight it's a rematch of last year's regional final of the number three seed, Colorado. Cardinals against the Elder Panthers. Elder comes in at 10 and 2 after beating St. X for the second time this year, 28-24 on a late fourth quarter 70-yard touchdown by Matthew Luby. While Colrain, coached by first-year head coach Sean Cutright, comes in after beating Fairfield 28 to 7 when the two teams met last year in the regional final. Colrain won 42 to nothing. The Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 36 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home and business needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. And Phil, regional final. You got a lot to get up for. It's easy to do. You got a, a, t- a matchup that you had last year, so a lot of motivation. Absolutely. I mean, you can cliche this up as much as you want, but I mean, it's two great football teams playing each other again for a chance to go to the go up to the state final four. I mean, it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's great when you got a matchup like this. You know, a, a team like Colerain playing against Panthers. I mean, we know a lot about them. I mean. The road to state sometimes has gone through the Colerain Cardinals, so Elder can take care of business tonight. You know, they'd be able to be uh, excited at the end of the night getting ready to go on to the next round. But the big thing is is they're going to have to be ready to take on this Colerain team that has been pretty explosive all year. they got a great defense. So Elder's offense, you know, my thought tonight, Elder's offense has got to get going from the, the start. Can't be a delay. they got to really 
get Coleraine on the ropes, make Coleraine adjust Elder, not Elder have to adjust to Coleraine. You know, come out and, and just punch him in the mouth first. I mean, that's what I'm hoping to see with the Elder Panthers tonight. Now, we'll be remiss to not mention the fact that Jalen Thomas, uh, unfortunate car accident last uh, Friday night and uh, after the game and certainly uh, a situation where uh, thoughts and prayers go out to his family. He'll, he looks like he'll be okay, but uh, be back next, you know, next season in college. Hey, you know, I mean, thoughts and prayers to his family, like you said. And the big thing is, is you know that the Coring Cardinals are going to be uh, really surrounding themselves around that idea and kind of pushing that in as to what they want to do as far as, you know, coming together as a team. So hopefully that doesn't cause, you know, one of the problems is, is if your emotion gets too high, you know, you can come out and make some early mistakes. So you really got to make sure that you, you're able to stay pretty even keel and, and do the right things. Now, uh, Elder, of course, uh, Matthew Luby, the big run last week on that fourth and two call, but he's been doing it through the air as well in the postseason. 474 yards, uh, completions of 70%, doing a, a good job there. He's thrown for five touchdowns, only two interceptions. And, of course, he's run for 223 yards in the postseason to add to his 1,000 yards in the regular season. Yeah, last week, you know, St. X runs that corner blitz. They haven't done it all game, and they basically give Matthew Luby, you know, the go-ahead touchdown there. Uh, I mean, easily it could have been a totally different game if they don't do that, but Matthew Luby's got that speed. And so tonight against Colerain, I mean, Colerain's going to have to really keep an eye on him. But remember, last week we didn't hear a lot, you know, number 12. We didn't hear a lot of Drew Ramsey, and I think that's the other thing is, is you get Drew Ramsey involved in that running mix too. He's very dangerous. Elder's got a ton of weapons. We say it every week. It's a broken record, but it, it's got to be said. They got a ton a ton of weapons, a ton of offense, and they got great guys on defense that can make big plays. So I think it's just going to be tonight. The Panthers, they just got to get a good start to this football game. Well, they're going to get a good start. They're going to get the ball as Coleraine deferred, uh, and it'll be Elder getting the football first wearing the all purple jerseys tonight phil yeah i mean getting to be the home team tonight that really all it does is flip the field you wear your purple instead of the white jerseys nothing too much there but i think the panthers ready for this one been ready all week uh very good mojo kind of in the in the hallways at school you know feeling good uh, just being here pre-game but you can just tell guys are are, are ready and focused they are and uh, elder is going to go from right to left of your radio dial we are on the uh exact opposite side of the field this this week on the home side the home side press box so looking down Colerain going from left to right and Colerain wearing the white jerseys the white pants the red numbers the white helmet and the red cardinal in there Colerain getting ready to set this one up they've got uh, number 80 is going to kick this one off for Colerain and they will do that with Cameron Ott as we get ready to start this one a 707 tilt uh, with television tonight yeah and just running down uh, you know, the clock here. So they got about 20 seconds as they're going to run this thing to zeros. And I don't know, the, the time up there on the board, it, it, I don't know what happened about the 20 minute mark. A few lines started coming through yeah. some numbers. And so I got, I, I'm kind of wondering too if they're going to flip this board off real quick, turn it back on. Yeah, I was thinking they would do that. Last week we did not have issues with the, with the scoreboard, but it might be a little bit of a challenge. But a, a nice night for football, as we mentioned, uh, 36 degrees at kickoff. The Wardway Fields game time uh, temperature, and that is 36 degrees. So we'll get ready from left to right. Colerain will go. The Panthers will get the ball first as they'll set up with Dieters and Ramsey back deep. So the regional final underway. 
here tonight at Mason High School at Dwyer Field. And there's the kick. It's going to be a short one. It's going to be taken about the 20-yard line. It's taken by Ramsey, and Ramsey steps up to about the 24-yard line, and the Panthers will have the football having to go 76 yards. Yeah, and that's, I mean, for the Panthers, they, they can do this surely with their offense. I mean, that's not going to be a problem. So let's see what their offense comes out and tries to run right away. Panthers have the first and 10 at their own 24-yard line to start this game. Just underway at Dwyer Field Atrium Stadium at um, Mason High School. Evan Vollmer will line up wide to the right along with Dakota Postal. They'll set up to the left side with Royer. Shotgun formation is Luby. Luby's setting up. He's back at his 19. He's going to run it across the 25 to the 30, 35, and he's out to the 40 with a burst of speed to the 50, the 45, the 40, finally taken down at about the 32-yard line. The Colerain Cardinals doing a, a good job just to get him. Sean Williamson on the tackle saves a touchdown. Good blocking up front, hat on a half for the Panthers, but Luby made some good reads, just finding that right lane, getting outside and protecting the football as Williamson brought him down. So Elder really gets out first, and that's what they have to do. Get this defense, start getting them guessing, and then make them bet on the run and then start getting the ball out out to your receivers. 44 yards unofficial on the run for Drew. uh, Check that for uh, Luby, and that's the first down and 10 for the Panthers at the 32. One line to the right, two to the left. They give to Catania up the middle. Not much doing there. He's going to be tackled back at the line of scrimmage, and it'll be back at the 32-yard line, so nothing doing. A lot of extracurricular on that play. Yeah, and just a whole host of guys. Catania wanted to go off the right side, but there was nothing there, so he's forced back to the middle of the field, which you got to think that Colerain's going to try to do. They're going to try to do what St. X did last week and protect the middle of the field. They didn't on that first play, but they did a much better job on that run. Second down and 10 for the Panthers at the 32-yard line of Colerain. They line up with Catania off to the right side along with Vollmer and Postal with two to the left. Five wide. Now they'll go in motion with Postal and Catania ends up in the backfield. Shotgun look and it's a pass complete to the 27-yard line. A gain of five. And I believe that was Postal. No, check that. That was Vollmer. Yeah, Evan Vollmer out there getting getting a few catches. You know, pretty big game last week against St. X, but just moving the ball. So now we're looking at a third and five here. You know, Panthers probably you know going to go, got two downs to pick this one up, but they got the offensive line. We say it every week. They can pick up these short yard situations. You can throw the ball to Joe Royer. Uh, so let's see what their offense can do. Two wide left, two wide right. Shotgun for Luby. They line up with uh, Ramsey to the right side, far right, and now looking on this third and five at the 27. Complete to Ramsey inside the 20 to the 15. He's out of bounds at the 14-yard line, a gain of 13 and a first down. Easy. I mean, they're focusing on Royer, so they're putting a man on him, but everybody else is just kind of zone coverage, so he's able to get into a gap. Ramsey kind of running that secondary route and making the big play. La Rosa's makes it easy to order your favorite pizza or smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com or order online or download a mobile app at LaRosa's.com. 10.28 to go. Opening quarter just underway. First down and 10 for the Panthers. They have it at the Colerain Cardinal 15-yard line. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Shotgun Luby. They go in motion with Ramsey, the fake, and now Luby's going to keep it. He gets to about the 12, and he gets stacked up. 
And backwards, uh, they put him to the 17-yard line. We'll see where they eventually mark the football. But I think he got to about the 12. Yeah, I mean, just a little bit of a gain there for the Panthers. They're going to mark him. Uh, but that's one, you know, look for the Panthers to run that again. But instead, give that ball to Drew Ramsey. You know, puts it puts it right in his, in his stomach. And then he pulled the ball right out and decided to run with it. So Matthew Luby may be setting up something later. Second down and eight. They mark him at the 13-yard line. 9.55 to go. Opening quarter. Panthers with the drive. They started at their own 24-yard line, and they moved it down to the Coleraine Cardinal 13. Two wide left, one wide right. Shotgun. Now Ramsey in the quarterback slot, and now the give. It looks like he's going to throw it. Luby throws it to Vollmer. It's complete to the 7-yard line, but a big tackle by number 29 for Coleraine, and that's Ken Willis on the tackle. Just Johnny on the spot with the stop. Not a lot developing there for the Panthers trying to throw that football, maybe hoping that they could get a little bit further up the field. So it'll be third down and two. The ball spotted right about the seven-yard line, so they can get a first down at the five-yard line. 9-10 remaining here in quarter number one. The Panthers... On their first drive, three wide receivers to the right side and one to the left side. Now shotgun for Luby, looking to throw, throws it in the end zone, complete touchdown, Joe Royer. Seven yards, and the Panthers lead it 6 nothing. pending. That was easy. <laughs> I mean, it was easy. I mean, Joe Royer is a big target, so you just got to throw it up to him, and Royer again brings it in. Good touchdown, great blocking by the offensive line, and now we get Sam Harmeyer out here uh, to make this one a 7 nothing football game. 76-yard drive for the Panthers, led by a 44-yard first play run by Luby, but after that they did a good job of moving it inside. And here comes the extra point. Thayman, as always, will hold this one with 8.56 remaining here in the first quarter. And here comes the snap, the hole by Thayman. The kick by Harmeyer is up with the right foot, and it's good. So with 8.56 remaining in quarter number one of the regional final, it's the Elder Panthers 7 and the Coleraine Cardinals nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal and the, the Elder Panthers on their first drive. They cap it off a 76-yard drive with a 7-yard completion to none other than Joe Royer in the end zone. Luby to Royer, and after a 44-yard run by Luby, he throws the touchdown, and it's 7 nothing Panthers. Really nice drive by the Panthers. Just got a lot of people involved. Ran their offense well. Like we said, this is what we want to see. We want to see that offense start going. So now let's see what Elder does. Last week, you know, different things going on with kicking game. Lakota West. So Sam Harmeyer here, see if this is all the way down the field. And Harmeyer will kick it short. It's going to take it back at about the 30, 25-yard line. And taken down at the 25-yard line, the Coleraine Cardinals will have to set up there on the left side. And that was number 22, Devon 
Devontae Kilner. And Tommy Thamen with a big stop for the Panthers. Great coverage. And that's the thing. You know, they, I mean, kick coverage, they've been trying some different different deals. It hasn't been terrible this year. I mean, you saw last week against X. I mean, they did have one where it was a broken. I mean, even they kicked the downfield, they got it back to about where an onside kick was earlier. That one, Tommy Thamen with those little pop kicks. He's got speed. He can get down there and get a stop. But now, let's see how others' defense reacts to this powerful Coleraine offense. They do. Freddie Johnson in at quarterback for Coleraine. He lines up. They usually do the triple option here. And and let's see. They're just going to give it up the middle of the power back. The 30, the 35 flowers across the 37-yard line. And that was Bradley, actually. Uh, Tyaris Bradley gets the carry and a big gain across the 37-yard line. So a first down for Coleraine on the first day. And this is what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of emotion here from their offense because their offense really is going to want to make a statement. Now, it's going to be Elder's defensive job. Trust your teammates. Trust your your coaching this week, and you're going to make the right plays. Deshaun Prince wearing number two tonight. He's, th- he's lined up to the left, and he'll set up shotgun for Quarterback Johnson now going to give it up the middle. Nothing doing as uh, Nicholas Paff and company on the tackle right back to about the 34-yard line. A loss of a couple. Yeah, and that was a great job. Connor Keys gets in on it. Nicholas Paff gets there. And then, too, Joey Stemmler even comes off of the pile. That's what we're talking about, that assignment football. Everybody's got their assignment. Go there. And at the same time, linemen, you, you cover your stuff and then let the defensive backs and linebackers clean up the next level. Second down at 12. Ball spotted at the 35 for Cole Ringo. Going from left to right. Under center this time is Johnson. And now Johnson, the fake and the give up the middle. And it's going to be Pace will get the carry to about the 43-yard line. Colton Sandus makes the tackle for the Panthers finally down there. I, I did like it. It was a little slow to develop, but on the back side, the Panthers did a good job of making sure that it looked like a play that could carry out a fake and then run it almost naked to the right. But the Panthers stayed home and had that covered for a future play. Third and four from the 44 for Coleraine from left to right. Johnson under center this time. With 7.20, and they give up the middle, and it's going to be carried across into Elder Territory at the 49-yard line. And Wahid gets the carry for Coleraine and gets the first down. And so even if this is going to be how it's going to, going to happen tonight with Coleraine's offense, the big key is going to be long drives. Got to make them drive the ball long, no big plays. So continue to, you know, if, if you can't, Bring them down right at the goal line. Let's keep cleaning it up, cleaning it up. Make them work. Make them earn it. The more you make them work and earn it, the more chances you have maybe them putting the ball on the turf. First and 10 at the 49 for Colerain. Their first possession, two wide to the right. They give up the middle. And across the 45, about the 44-yard line, carried by number 14, Wahid again, gets the carry with 6.42 remaining in this opening quarter. Elder already has a 7-0 lead. That's Connor Keyes with the tackle for the Panthers. He's been a guy on the defense who has been right there with Colton Sanders as far as tackles this year. They've been the guys who have just always been involved in the plays. 6.29 to go in the opening quarter. Two wide receivers for Colerain to the right. And now some Johnson under center. They pitch to the left side. It's pace and across. It gets to the 45 and not much that. And Looked like Sandus uh, jumped a little bit on that side, and oh, that was Connor Keys on yeah. the tackle. Connor Keys makes a good play on the tackle, but really it's Brady Buller who, who makes the play for the Panthers. He doesn't make the tackle, but he gets outside and forces that lead blocker to actually have to go get him. And he was, and Brady Buller was able to blow him up into the running back's way, which made him slow down for Elder Clamp. And that's what Elder's been talking about all week. 
let those defensive backs come in and clean that stuff up so you make those plays, you make those reads. Great job by Buller. 5.45 left, opening quarter. Elder with a 7 nothing lead, a third down and 7 for Colerain at the Elder. 46-yard line. They line up with one wide to the left, one to the right. They go in motion, and now the quarterback's going to keep, going to throw, look to throw, and he, he's going to be sacked back at the 47-yard line. The Panthers, Connor Keyes gets the sack, and the Panthers will force a punt. Yep, and it was great. They did, weren't fooled. They had two guys in coverage. It wasn't happening, plus they got a great push up front. Connor Keyes gets credit with the sack. Beller's defense comes up big and forces this punt for the, for the Panthers. Tommy Thamen will be back there to do do his work. Sandusky will be back to punt it. He's at his 36-yard line, a fourth and 11 at the 50 for Colerain. So the Panthers do their job. They have a 7-0 lead. Sandusky's going to punt it to the right side. Now move it over to the left side, and it bounces inside the 10, and it's going to bounce into the end zone. So the Panthers will get it at the 20-yard line with a 7-0 lead, and you couldn't have asked for a better start for the Panthers. Absolutely. Great job by the Panthers. So with four, 4.50 to go here in the opening quarter, Elder with a 7-0 lead. Call a banker, West Shell, are two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home, and they're proud to continue servicing the west side of the Elder community. Call a banker, West Shell, at 922-9400 or visit them at cbws.com. 7-0 Panthers with that 4.50 to go here in the opening quarter. The Panthers will have the football again. Their second possession, they scored on a 76-yard drive. Joe Royer, a seven-yard touchdown from Matthew Luby. Two wide receivers for the Panthers will line up to the left side and one to the right. They go in motion now with Vollmer, so they'll make it three to the left. Now again motion, this time setting up, and now looking is Luby. Luby's going to run it across the 15. He gets to about the, uh, tw- excuse me, across the 20 to about the 23-yard line. So a gain of three on first down for the Panthers. Not as much going there on that first run with Luby, but one of the things I like to see is you can see the defense really respecting that run. A lot of guys coming up, so look for the Panthers, you know, maybe to try to stretch it outside. We saw that Drew Ramsey run possible, and at the same time throwing the football. Second down and seven at the 23-yard line for the Panthers. Two wide to the right. We got some movement by Colerain in the neutral zone. That'll be a flag, and the Panthers will get another five yards. Underground Sports Shops is your corporate casual company uniforms. They're getting a bit dated, I bet. Is your team's coaches' sports shirts worn out? Well, contact Sean Mason at the Underground Sports Shop. Shirts, caps, coats, whatever you need with the company logo. Customized on the newest style items. Visit undergroundsportshop.com or call them at 513-751-1662. Underground Sports Shop is the official provider for the Prep Sports Radio Network. 4-11 to go here in the opening quarter. The Panthers have a second and two at the 28. They go three wide to the right side, including Vollmer, one to the left. And now Luby looks to run it. Steps up around the 20 to uh, around the 25 to the 28-yard line. A gain of back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it for, for Luby. Yeah, that's Dante Coleone who makes the tackle for the Coring Cardinals. He just got past his block. Even though he was driven up field, he gets past his guy and is able to get his, his arm out there and just grab on a Luby and not let go. So you drew him up field, but not enough. So, I mean, really, if you're that guy, you got to get him going a little bit faster. Third and two from the 28 for the Panthers. 3.31 left in the quarter. Luby's going to run it. Luby crosses the 30 to the 30. 
31, maybe 32, and that should be enough for an Elder Panther first down, and it will be. So the Panthers get another first down. Luby gets the carry. And that's got to be the key there, Lynn, and just, just pick up the first down. I mean, at that point, uh, it, you're not going to break the big play. You can see Coleraine's not letting that happen right now. So go ahead and, and get your first down and continue to methodically run the ball. I, I think, as far as I'm looking out on the clock here, we're at about the three-minute mark. Yeah, it's 3-13 remaining. Uh, two wide receivers to the right. The Panthers have a 7 nothing lead and the ball, first and 10 at the 32-yard line. Shotgun for Luby. Looks to throw, and he does, and it's complete across to Ramsey. Good catch at the 38-yard line. A gain of six, and uh, Ramsey had to reach out for that one. Yeah, he, Drew Ramsey's made some really good catches like that throughout this year. He just goes out and gets the football. I mean, it's the type of player he is. You know, he knows where he's got to be, and then he goes and makes plays. So, you know, really a big one there. Panthers right now, Slackers coming in. Uh, Volmer's coming to the sideline. So see the formation of Panthers have. They'll set up with two wide to the right side, Ramsey and Royer. They line up one to the left side. Now they go in motion. Ramsey, the the Luby, going to carry it across the 40 to the 45-yard line, a gain of six, and that will be enough for another Elder Panther first down. So they're doing a good job. Colerain's only had the ball once. The Panthers scored on their first. Colerain punted on theirs. And great blocking by the offensive line. Jacob James with a big pancake block in the backfield that helped us spring that one for the first down. 7 nothing. Elder Panthers with the lead. They have the football at the 44-yard line, a first down and 10. Two 11 to play in this opening quarter. Three wide receivers to the right side, one to the left in Volmer. Shotgun Luby. Here comes the blitz. Luby runs to the right, throws it, and a short throw to Ramsey, but he had to get rid of it in a hurry. Yeah, you saw that big blitz coming from the outside, uh, you know, just running in fast. David Larkins had to try to pick it up as quick as possible. As a li- I mean, it was one of the ones. It was a little bit close. I thought he was going to get flagged on a holding because uh, the guy kind of lost his footing and went down at the same time that David grabbed onto him. So, But, but for the Panthers, got a, you know, no, no call. Good call by the officials. So just a second and ten. Second and ten from the 44-yard line for the Panthers. A minute 59 to go in the opening quarter. They have a 7-0 lead. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun Luby. He gets the snap. Now across. It's Ramsey completed the 40-35, and he's out to the 33-yard line. And again... Uh, a big game for the Panthers into Colerain territory and a first down. I love that one. You got Drew Ramsey and Joe Royer running routes on the same side of the field pretty close together, and you're forcing that Colerain defense to make a decision, you know, how they're going to cover. They're going to go ahead and put two guys on Royer. They're going to let Ram- – in that one there, they let Ramsey get loose. So the big game for the Panthers. First and ten at the Colerain Cardinal 33-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right and one to the left. Luby shotgun. Volmer goes in motion to the right side. Setting up this first and ten. 10 at the 33 to the right side throw, and it's intercepted, and it's going to go back the other way. This will be a touchdown for the Coleraine Cardinals. Pace runs it in for a touchdown of 67 yards. And it's 7-6 to six and a tough play there. Uh, yeah, it was just a bad read. Uh, Matthew Luby threw that ball on a timing route. He had three guys on the side. He tries to throw it to Volmer, and I think Volmer hadn't turned around and gone deep enough, and that ball just went right, right to the Coring Cardinals to pick that one off. So very unfortunate for the elder offense there. So they had some action on the left side of the field, but they'll set up with Ott to add this extra point. And there's the snap. Uh, the hole, uh, the kick rather, and it's up and good. So it's with minute 19 remaining in quarter number one. We are all tied up at seven. 
on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Welcome back to the Donovan Bonavita broadcast booth. A big interception of 70 yards for Pace goes into the end zone, uh, and now we are tied at 7 with a minute 19 to go in the opening quarter. The Panthers will get the football back after that interception. Yeah, and it's unfortunate on that read. I mean, just trying to throw that ball at him, and you could see exactly what they were trying to do, but Colerain right in those spots in the zone. I mean, that's the, the problem is Colerain's defense are not really lining up with a guy, so they're sitting there, and you throw that one out into not not necessarily the flat area, but you throw that out, there's nobody who can stop that if that thing's picked off. I mean, that that's an easy pick six. So we'll set up a kickoff for Colerain. And this is going to be a short kick to the left side, and it's going to be Ramsey. Let's see, check that around the 30-yard line, and that'll be the Panthers will get the football at the 30-yard line. So tough after that, they've been they were dominating this game, and right on, and then Colerain scores on that interception. You, That's a big killer. And you're right, Lynn. I mean, they have been kind of dominating offensively as far as moving the football, and that's what that you can't have. You can't have those big turnovers. Those turnovers are what is going to be the difference in a playoff game. They'll set up a first and 10, the Panthers will, at their own 31-yard line. A minute 14 remaining in the first quarter, tied at 7. Three wide receivers for Elder. Off to the left side, shotgun Luby. Setting up back at his 25, they give up the middle to Johnson, and Johnson across the 40, 45, 50, and he's out at about the 45 of Colerain. A big gain for, for Johnson. Great job, Carter Smith, Drew Beckenop up on the right side of the line. Mason Berger getting uh, getting Cooper Johnson open. He, and Cooper Johnson, the way he runs, he runs so hard and so low that he just kept kind of chugging through. I think Colerain got to him once or twice but couldn't bring him down. So the Panthers, they give up a score. But like we've always said, you got to have a short memory uh, in this game. And, and right there, the Panthers show that. Larkin and Postal to the right, two wide receivers to the left. Make that three now, so they go five wide. Setting up shotgun. Here's Luby to the right. Throws. Complete to Postal at the 39-yard line of Colerain. A gain of six on first down. And that's good. Just get just get back to throwing the football. You know, don't stay away from it. Get that taste out of your mouth with the interception. Get a completion underneath your belt. And we, we move forward. So now here comes Schlachter and here comes Johnson back into the game. So let's see if we're, we're going to go back to the handoff. They'll set up a second and four at the 39 of Colerain. Two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun for Luby with 40 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. We are tied at seven. Luby back at his 46. Now rolling, stepping, throwing, complete to Postal at the 33-yard line. And a hit after the play. That's what the fans, Ken Willis, on the hit for Colerain. Well, I mean, he's already on the ground. He's down, and I think really what the complaint is, and again, I've said it in years past, the problem is, is, is a lot of us, we focus on uh, Saturdays and Sundays, and what we saw there was, you know, guy goes to the ground, is kind of an incidental contact with a, a little bit of a what we call helmet-to-helmet, and on Saturday and Sunday, you know, that gets you tossed 
pretty quick, and, and there is good good no call. 15 seconds, and the last play of the quarter, three wide receivers to the right for Elder, one to the left. And now look, and he gets Luby, complete to Royer. He's at the 28 to about the 26-yard line, a gain of seven, and that will be the last play of the first quarter. And we finish it with a tie score. It's Elder 7, it's Coleraine 7, and we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend that is discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We are at Dwyer Field at Atrian Stadium at Mason High School. And the Elder Panthers and Coleraine Cardinals in the regional final. It is tied at seven. A touchdown for the Panthers. Joe Royer, a seven-yard touchdown from Luby. And for Coleraine, it was Deshaun Pace, a 73-yard interception. And that would have been, that was big for, for a lot of reasons. Uh, Elder was driving. They had the ball at the 33-yard line of Coleraine. They were looking to put in another score. And Coleraine gets the interception. Reception and runs it back for six. You're right. Big momentum changer. Uh, Elder looked like, you said, going to make this a two-score football game, put Coleraine in an uncomfortable spot. But Coleraine's defense comes up big and, and saves the day for them early, which has been a, a big thing for them You know, this year. Pace coming in this game at five interceptions. So looking for the Panthers, see if they can rebound here offensively. They'll have a second down and three at the Coleraine Cardinal 26-yard line. The Panthers will, as Royer got that last uh, reception. Two wide receivers off to the right side. Royer to the left. He already has one touchdown in the game. Luby shotgun formation. The Panthers go from left to right in this second quarter. Now, throw. It's off to Ramsey inside the 15, 15 to 10. Uh, well, they're going to say we got a holding penalty. This is going to come back at around the at the 21-yard line. So this will come back. The Panthers on the hold. Yeah, I mean, just right in front of the official. I mean, that was a pretty pretty simple call. I mean, Len, you saw it just as well as I did. It just taking the guy down on the outside as Ramsey was was running past. So the Panthers are going to walk this one back. But Elder's offense still in a good spot. Uh, it, it could easily pick this back up. And Luby, 9 of 11, 79 yards, a touchdown and an interception in the first quarter. Second down and seven. The ball spotted now at the 31. Second quarter underway with 11.54 to go. Tied at seven. Good night for football on a Friday night in November. Just 36 degrees, but uh, no, not as much wind tonight. One wide to the right side, one to the left side. Luby shotgun formation on this second and seven from the 31. Looks to pitch it. Catania's got it. And Catania's going to lose a bunch back to the 35-yard line. So he loses four yards. The tackle by number 11, Elijah Ford, makes the tackle for the Cardinals. Yeah, just bad blocking for the Panthers in the backfield. Not able to spring anything loose. Corrine Stevens says, good job reading the play, but just not enough blocking there. So now Elder's stuck after the holding penalty. Bad blocking. Now we're in a long third down. Third and a dozen back at the 35-yard line for the Panthers. Tied at 7. 11.22 to remain in the second quarter. 
They'll line up the three wide receivers, including Ramsey wide to the left side. And now Luby to throw. Stepping up. He's got the blitz coming and the sack back at the 46. Uh, actually, check that about the 44-yard line by big number 58, and that was Dante Corleone. And I'm going to give that a combination. That's a coverage sack. As Elder had nobody open downfield, Matthew Luby wanted to make a quick read, and then the line just broke down. They just kind of brought everybody here betting on what they could get. So the Panthers are going to have to punt this one. Fourth and 19 back at the 42. And Dieters is back at his 42. And now uh, Thayman, rather. Thayman, and Thayman looks, and he's going to run it. Now he stops and kicks it. It's a good kick, but it's going to go into the end zone. So I don't, it was kind of interesting. Thayman was trying to see if he had a chance uh, and ran it a little bit and then decided to give it a little pooch kick. Yeah, and that's that idea, that, that rugby-style punt. You know, you run that rugby-style punt to one side, and you try to see what the defense is going to get you. Now, let's say you don't have the holding call. That might be a different fourth down yeah. where it's instead of it being fourth and 14 or 15 you know, or 18 like it was, you got it to where it's maybe a fourth and eight. Then you can get that, but Tommy Thame was going to pick up a lot of yards on that one. It just wasn't going to happen. Cardinals line up with a first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. One wide to the right. They go Johnson's under center this time. Freddie Johnson, they line up wide to the left side. Avante Scales. And now setting up, Freddie Johnson. They go in motion to the right. They're going to give it up the middle. And a big run across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 40. And this one's going to take it all the way to the house for 80 yards. And a touchdown by Waheed. A big touchdown, 80 yards. And Coleraine now has the lead, 13-7 to 7 pending. Hey, I mean, untouched. I mean, just absolutely untouched. Good blocking, but Elder's defense didn't have anybody to really clean that one up. Defense back's getting a little nosy uh, looking in, and they break the big one. So just like that, the Panthers. And Coleraine, they talked about the big plays. Rams, Coach Ramsey did, and that was a big play. They had the interception of 73 yards and now an 80-yard run by Wahid. And now here comes the snap, and the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 10-16 remaining in the second quarter, it's Colrain 14, the Elder Panthers 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We're at Dwyer Field at Atrian Stadium at Mason High School. And Colerain Cardinals have scored two consecutive touchdowns, one a 73-yard interception by Pace, and then Abdul Wahid with an 80-yard run for a touchdown. And right now, Colerain is a 14-7 lead. Right. Momentum change like you talked about, Len, with that, that turnover. But, you know, Elder, they can get this one back. I mean, they can easily get this back. And a big concern, and we're always looking at different things, different keys in the game. You remember, Coring kicked off. So, you know, it's very important for the Panthers. They got to get a score. And last week against St. X, we saw this where Elder's offense started to sputter, started to shoot themselves in the foot with penalties. Now is not the time to do it. So break that habit on this drive, fellas. And Ott will kick off. 
And this is going to be a short kick taken by Thaman at the 29. He's across the 30 to the 35, the 36-yard line. And he is finally brought down there by number 26. And that's Sheckles for Colrain. And the Panthers go to the sidelines. With a, we're going to go down to the field. We've got Tom Kennedy down on the sidelines to talk about the momentum. Shifted a little bit. Let's see. Can we get to Tom? Okay. Well, well, first and ten at the 36. Three wide receivers for Elder to the left. And now it's going to be Luby across the 40 to the 41-yard line before he's taken down by number 33, Lavert Jamin. Yeah, and they're just leaving him right now. Jarman is kind of like a spy. He stayed right there just to see if he what Luby was going to do. So the Panthers pick it up. Now, all I want to see from the Panthers is a good drive. I don't need to see big plays. I don't need to see. I just need to see a good drive where it doesn't sputter out once they get down field. Last time, last year against Colerain, they had that problem. Move the ball, and then they would stop. Second down at five at the 42. Two wide of the left side, one to the right. Luby steps up at around the 36, and now going to run it off and throw it to the sidelines. It is incomplete, intended for Ramsey, and that was incomplete. Let's see if we can go down to the sidelines and see if we can get to Tom Kennedy. Can you hear us, Tom? I don't think Tom could hear us. Third down and five. The ball at the 42, uh, 40. They're going to move it right around the 42-yard line. So the Panthers, 9.32 remaining here in the second quarter. It's Coleraine 14, Elders 7. 80-yard touchdown by Wahid for Coleraine on the last play. Two wide receivers to the left side for Elder, one to the right. They go now Volmer to the left side as well, and it's it's going to be Luby. Luby's going to cross the 40, run it, 45 to the 46-yard line before he's taken down by Xander Kendall. Yeah, and that's going to be enough to pick it up. They're going to move the change. Even if they bring it out for a measurement, you know, I mean, that's going to be enough to get it. And the Panthers with 9.26 remaining here in the second quarter. It's 14-7 Colerain with the lead. In the second quarter, well, they're going to bring it out here for a measurement. I mean, that, the spot from this sideline—I thought this should have been a clear first down. They're going to put it right at the stick, so we're going to have to bring this thing out. Which as this time, as they measure for over thirty years, Prep Sports Radio has been around. Cooper Electric has been a proud sponsor the entire time. Reliable, courtesy, and quality is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrades to your home or business to efficient LEDs or elaborate changes or remodels. Contact Cooper Electric President and Elder Grad Greg Highland at five one three two seven one five thousand and a first down for the Panthers. So good measurement yeah. for Elder. A horrible spot. I mean, the spot on the sideline, the guy spotting him all in the middle of the field, I thought he went back a little bit. And I think Coach Rams even thought the same thing. He saw the sticks coming out, and he ran out there. It's like, what the heck? That was a first down. We got we got to the marker. I was standing here. So the Panthers pick it up. They would have picked the first down up anyway on fourth down. Uh, it was so short. Two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun set up on a first and ten at the 46 to give to Cooper Johnson. He crosses the 45 to the 47-yard line, a gain of a yard for Cooper Johnson before he stacked up. And the Elders offensive line needs to get back to the command that they had on those first two drives until we get the holding call down at about the, the, the 25. The Elders offensive line have been dominating, and since then they, they've started to kind of second-guess themselves, put their heads on a swivel. Colerain's starting to bring a few more guys. Just need to refocus and, and own those four guys up there. Second down and nine at the 47-yard line with 8.45 remaining here in the second quarter. 14-7 Colerain Cardinals with the lead. Shotgun left side. 
And looking with one wide receiver to the left. Here's Luby stepping back at his 40, going to roll to his left and throw it. It's complete to Postal inside to Coleraine Territory at the 43-yard line where he's stacked out of bounds. And Postal's going to get that. I think they're going to mark this. That's He was able to get that first down after he carried a Coleraine defender with him for another yard. So Elder moving the football. I like this. I mean, 827, I know it's running a little low, but, you know, just kind of working our way through. First and ten, the Panthers will have it at the Colerain Cardinal 43-yard line. Colerain with a 14-7 lead, 8-27 remaining here in the second quarter. Postal lines up wide to the left, three wide receivers to the right side. Shotgun for Luby, back at his 48. Now throws to the left side, and it's complete, I believe, right around the 39-yard line, and it's Postal in between two defenders. Yeah, it was a pretty dangerous throw considering, you know, getting that interception before, but this quick playoff update. Uh, LaSalle right now is up 24 to nothing on Harrison with 57 seconds to go in the first quarter. Wow. LaSalle's been having a good year, and they continue to do so. A second down and six for the Panthers here at the Coleraine Cardinal 39-yard line, 8:21 remaining in the second quarter. Panthers have one wide receiver and Royer to the left, and they line up two wide receivers to the right side. Ramsey goes in motion to the left. Now looking, throwing. It is intercepted. No. Let's see. Incomplete. No. Did they uh, get it? He did get it. That was intercepted back and that was number 10, Sean Williamson, on the interception for Coleraine. And it will go back the other way. Another turnover. This one's going to be marked at the 29-yard line. So Coleraine will have it at their own 29. Yeah, just another unfor- Another. There we go with the elder offense again, sputtering out. I mean, they did that last time against Coleraine, and they're having that same problem uh, here. Just can't get something going as the game's moving. Set up now with a first and 10 at the 29-yard line. One wide receiver off to the left side, one to the right side. Johnson under center. Johnson gives up the middle in a gain of about a yard or two up to the 31-yard line for Colerain. It'll be a second down and eight. We've got a treat for you here uh, tonight. We've got... Uh, a state championship winning quarterback, Rob Florian. Rob, how are you? Just in time for the thick of yeah. the game, right? Thick of the game. We had a couple of turnovers. Luby oh, had that man. interception. you got to just keep going and, and, and going with the plays, even with that interception. Yeah, it's tough for an undersized quarterback because sometimes you're throwing blind. Second down and eight at the 32 for Colerain, going the other way from right to left, 745 left in this first in this first half. And now Johnson with the pitch to the other side and a good tackle back at the 26-yard line. The Panthers get the tackle as Dieters. Yep, Ben Dieters again making his plays. Last week he did a great job tackling against St. X. And again, spreading that out, really owning his assignment. Now Colerain has a third and 12 at the 27-yard line. 7.22 remaining here in the second quarter. 14-7, the Cardinals on top after a, an 80-yard touchdown by Wahid on their last possession. And another interception. They've had two interceptions of Matthew Luby in this game. One wide receiver to the right. Make that two. Johnson will go in the shotgun formation this time. And they go to the right. It's actually going to be off to the right and get to about the 21. Not much doing. As Colerain going to lose a few yards. And that time it was Pace instead getting the carry. He's wearing number two tonight in honor of Jalen Thomas, who is not playing tonight due to injury. And that Tanner Purdue, Connor Keys, Colton Sanders came up. I mean, a whole bunch of guys just staying home. There's nothing really going on except dancing to run the clock. So the Panthers, after the turnover, 
forced the forced the punt. Fourth and 17, back at the 22-yard line. Sandusky will punt this one away. Thayman back at his 45-yard line to kick this one away. Sandusky's back at his eight. Now the snap is a little high. Sandusky's going to kick it. It's going to be end over Ren. It's going to be taken. Thayman at the 42-yard line makes the catch. Now, Rob, you know, as a quarterback, you've thrown he's thrown two interceptions, but you got to just take that out of your mind, right? That is exactly it. That's one of the problems with facing Colerain and why they've been so successful. They put so much pressure on you and make you feel like you have to play perfect because you don't get as many possessions. But you can't play like that. You just have to go right back out there. Exactly. And they've been running the ball pretty well also, but a couple of picks. But right now it's 14-7 still uh, in anybody's game. Colerain will get the ball to start the second half, though. This is where you lean on your experience in that Clearwater Academy game is just not flinching and going right back out there. First and ten at the forty for the car for the Panthers rather two wide receivers off to the right side and now it's going to be Luby going to run it across the 40, 45. He gets to around the forty-seven yard line, a gain of seven on first down. And Phil using the running game there uh, was a big thing. Yeah, left side of the line, Jacob James, Luke Kandra. I mean, why not run behind those guys if you can get a little a, a little bit more manageable second down? They'll mark it at the forty-six yard line. It'll be second down and four. You'll take six yards on first down anytime. With 549 left second quarter, it's a big possession for the Panthers. Down 14-7. One wide receiver to the left and two to the right side. Shotgun for Luby. Ramsey moves to his left and now off as a wide receiver. Now it's going to be Luby again. Across the 45 to 50, 45, 40 and he's out to the 37-yard line and Rob, I will say that he has forgotten about those interceptions. That's how you get him right back in the game as Coach Ramsey goes right back to him and says, it shows a lot of trust in him. Just say, hey, get, it, we're putting it on you for this play. 14-7. to seven. And, of course, you know, looking at this game, you had a lot better, lot worse weather than you had went back in the, in those days. Yeah, this is pretty balmy yeah. out here tonight. A, a nice 36. You could go out with just that, a little jacket. Right. Nobody's right? standing at the heaters, and there's no Zamboni on the no. field yet. First and 10 at the 38 for the Panthers. Three wide receivers to the right side. Shotgun, Luby. The give to Catania, and he gets to about the 37-yard line. And that uh, around the 36, maybe. Gain of two for Joseph Catania. But, again, just running the ball, getting some good Good, good, good carries, Phil. Yeah, just you got to win that battle up front because Colerain's guys, after a couple of sacks and whatever, those linemen are starting to pin their ears back and they're starting to fly upfield. So try to use that to your advantage. If a guy's flying a field for a lineman, actually it's not that bad because really you just got to wall the guy off a little bit and use his momentum. They gave him a yard. It's second and nine at the 37. Three wide to the right side. 435 remaining here in the second quarter. It's Luby stepping, throwing, and it's complete to Ramsey at the 40. He's at the 35 and about the 34-yard line. Ramsey gets that's three, but that was uh, the blitz was coming there, and uh, Luby was under some pressure. Rob, yeah, I think um, you, you're getting still. They're they're doing a good job of getting third and manageable here. You saw that was the problem with Colerain's Colain, last drive. They got the third and twelve and got out of their out of their normal pattern here. So hopefully third and manageable. The whole playbook's open right now. If you're just joining us, it's uh, Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and we've got Rob Florian in the booth. Four minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Third and six from the 34 for the Panthers. Two wide to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun Luby back at his 40-yard line. Stepping the throw and throws it down the field looking for Royer, and it is complete right around the seven-yard line. A big, he just went up and got it. That's what you want to see. That that gives you chills right there because Luby's coming off of two picks, and he's going to let his team a, teammate go up and make a play. That's that's 
That's exactly what you want as far as response. Absolutely, and and he doesn't seem to be afraid. He's he's made mistakes this season, very limited, but he has made some mistakes. He's always come back from them. Look, I'm, I mean, the whole team. It's it's a good character team, and you can see the chemistry from from day one in August. So um, I'm not surprised at all about his response. First and goal from the seven yard line for the Panthers. Two wide to the right side. Catania in the backfield. They go in motion. Now it's going to be Luby carries it inside the five to the two, and let's see, he got. Around the one, but uh, I don't think he got in. So it'll be close, uh, but a gain of six for Matthew Luby. And, and Phil, this is very important to get a score here of any kind. Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and two, I mean, I was just going to say to Rob, it, a, it looked like he just lost his footing. Right. Yeah. If he stayed up, he would have been in. Again, they're in a position where they have the whole playbook again, which, yeah. is, which is exactly where you want. Second down and goal. The ball spotted outside the one. Two wide to the right. Catania in the backfield. And now it's Luby going to run it into the end zone for the touchdown. And we've got a 14-13 game right now pending this extra point. Yeah. Ah, shoot. Yeah, but I don't. let's see. This flag might be on the Panthers after the play for unsportsmanlike. Just... Man, how about the push on that play there? Yeah, I mean, we got a big push. I mean, that was an easy one to walk in, but. Let's, Let's see what see. this call is, if it's going to move this. Uh, it's not going to negate touchdowns. It's going to make Harmeyer's kick a little bit tougher if it's coming back. Let's see where they mark it. The flag is at about the seven-yard line. You're right about the unsportsman, Phil. Well, and it, I was going to say, per Coach Ramsey's uh, reaction on the sideline towards a player, that was on Elder. Yeah, he didn't yeah. like that. <laughs> Has he done that before, Rob? I mean, well, it just <laughs> you know, it, he doesn't really uh, he doesn't get hot over mistakes that are made uh, with putting forth the effort. But if you make a dumb mistake, yeah, he'll he'll come find you and let you know about it. Yeah. So the penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. And Harmeyer will go to add this extra point here with 2.47 remaining in the second quarter. And this is to tie the game here as they get ready to set this one up. So those yards are going to be vital on the kickoff because exactly what you want Colerain to do, and we said the key to the game is make them drive the field. So anytime you have a stupid penalty and you, you give them 10 to 15 yards, it's, it's, it, it, it plays right into their hands. So we get ready to set this one up, Sam Harmeyer. And now let's see. They're going to, he's back at his 10-yard line as Thayman, and he will get this one a long time to get this extra point off, and Thayman holds, and Harmeyer kick is up, and it is good. So with 2.47 left in the second quarter, we are all tied up at 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We're going to go down to the field. We've got Tom Kennedy uh, standing by. And, Tom, tie ball game and the momentum back to the Panthers. Well, I guess uh, Tom can't hear us. We'll see if we can get uh, Tom again at another point. But uh, we've got enough in the booth here. We've got... Uh, Phil Bengel and myself, Len Harvey, as always, but we've got a treat. We've got uh, 
former elder quarterback and champion quarterback, Rob yeah, Florian. Rob? We'll, we'll take, I, I like that it's a treat. I'm not yeah. sure it's a, a treat. This is the first time up in the booth. I'd say this is, uh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> it's not as easy as you guys make it sound. I'll tell well, you that. I appreciate the kind comments. <laughs> Uh, first, we'll set up now for the Panthers. They'll have to kick it at the 25-yard line. So as you mentioned, Rob, this is important because Colerain's going to get a little bit better field position. Absolutely. And with 2.47 on the clock, I mean, that's the last thing you wanted. But we'll see if Elder responds again. They've done it already tonight, and we'll see if they can do it again. Harmeyer will set up at his... 25 and he'll look to kick this one it's going to be a short kick it's going to bounce at about the 35 yard line across the 40 and it's pace across the 45 to the 50 and Colrain will have it at midfield to start this drive and we are tied at 14 so again this is where the defense needs to step up Phil I, they do, and I like that kickoff just because you're not giving Colerain a chance to get a big running start on you. I mean, I know it's probably not the greatest field position if you're sitting in the stands, but I mean, you just don't want, after you saw him bust an 80-yarder, you don't want that running at you with a 20-yard head start on coverage. So Elder's defense, they've shown they can play assignment football. Very key here, get off the field. First and 10, they spot it right at midfield at the Mason Comet go at the 50-yard line. One wide to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun for Johnson. And now Johnson's going to give it up the middle, and he's going to be given to the 50, and around the 47-yard line is where they got it, and that was Tyrus Bradley on the carry for Corey. They, they run with so many weapons. Uh, it was unfortunate earlier uh, that Jalen Thomas is not here, but they, they seem to have not missed a beat. Yeah, and again, you're second and seven. This is a, a big, every yard is vital when you play against this offense. If you can keep it to a third and seven, third and six, you're, it's back to Elder's favor, but if they get five here, they make third and two all day. Second and seven from the 47. One wide to the right side. 208 remaining. Tie game at 14. Johnson gives up the middle across the 40, and he's out to about the 39-yard line. The carry by number 17. That's Sandusky, who also is the uh, punter. Sandusky got the carry. That time gets a chance. It's great when a punter a gets the run. It's a utility player yeah, right there. Exactly. Doing everything he can. It helps on the 83-man roster. It does. <laughs> exactly. First and 10 at the 39-yard line for Coleraine. If you're feeling good and hungry, then it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Denton, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. First and ten for the Cardinals at the Elder Panther 39. Under center is Johnson. Pace goes in motion. They give up the middle, and it's going to be about the 35 to the 34-yard line. Wahid, who had the 80-yard touchdown, and he gets a couple that time. Connor Keyes wrestles him down on a play. Just some quick score updates. LaSalle still all over Harrison, 31 to nothing in the second quarter, but another a score, Division One score of interest. St. Edward is up on Mentor, 14 to seven, with 5:47 to go in the second. So about the same pace as this game. Second and six at the 35 in this one. A minute five remaining here in the quarter. And now the throw, Johnson across. It's oh, complete great. to Sandusky, but nothing doing as Dieters made the tackle right before the line of scrimmage. That was a great play, shedding that block and getting get, going right for the ankle tackle. But it's, a, it's such a big play there because now you're, thir- what are you, third and seven? Yeah. And, and that's not where Colerain wants to be. They no. want to be, they've made a, uh, a high school dynasty out of third, converting on third and two. So if you can have them at third and seven, again, it plays the elders' favor. You know, it's interesting. They lose, uh, they lose Coach Bolden. He goes over to Lakota West. It, it's like nothing has changed here at Colerain. Yeah. It? And it's a great system because what it does is it neutralizes playmakers a little bit too. If you think about the defensive side of the ball, yes, you have to play assignment football and that requires discipline. But if you're a 
playmaker and you have to play assignment football, now you can't have a nose for the ball. So, um, you know, the guys like Sandus and a couple of the good linebackers on Elder, um, they're not able to just put their nose on the ball and, and make a play. They have to worry about their assignment and, and shedding a block and doing their responsibility. This will be a third and seven for the Coleraine Cardinals going from right to left of your radio dial at the 36-yard line here at Atrium Stadium at Dwyer Field. Mason High School, 59.8 seconds remaining in the second quarter, tied at 14. One wide receiver, make that two now to the right, lining up with an eye formation set up a little bit. With Johnson, let's see if he goes under center, and this time he will under center with a third and seven, and we get... Do we get any movement or delay a game here? Nobody seems to want to. Well, I think they're they're looking at the clock right now. I don't know if they're trying to figure out when the clock should have been running because Colerain took that timeout, and I think that's what they're just looking at is the clock and the play clock. Third and seven at the 36. They've got 56 seconds left. And they line up I formation set up. And now the pitch. And now looking to throw the football. Setting up pace to throw it down the field. It's completely dropped it at the 8-yard line. He was wide open at the eight-yard line, and that was Quase Jones. And uh, when you when you have it like that, you got to catch it, Rob. It's not what they do, right? right. He, he he's not used to catching fifty passes a season. He's probably going to catch six, and it, it shows there. Yeah, it does. It'll be fourth down and seven at the thirty-six-yard line, and they will go for it here. I'm sure. With 49 seconds left, and that was a wide-open Quasi Jones, and he had it in his hands and, and lost it. Big play for the Panthers. And now we'll set up this fourth down and seven at the 36. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun situation for Johnson. And now Johnson looks to throw. The left-handed quarterback throws it to the left side. He's got a man open in the end zone for the touchdown. Did he catch it? Yes, he did. And that is a touchdown for it's Isaiah Myers in the right corner of the end zone, and Coleraine has a 20-14 to 14 lead. They look pretty good running the go route there. Yeah. I have to, I, they're making me eat my words there. That was uh, that was just a fly route. He, he just took off, and, and the, it looked like the DB, the corner kind of lost him in coverage. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, the corner was way off. I mean, he wasn't even going to be able to make a play on that ball. It looked like he thought he was going to get help from the safety, and the safety just couldn't get there. Maybe a four verts. Four verticals. 36-yard touchdown for Coleraine, 20-14. to 14. Here's the extra point. It is up right foot, and it is good. 47.8 seconds remaining in the second quarter. It's Coleraine, 21, Elder, 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We are joined by Rob Florian as well in the booth. We've got Tom Kennedy on the sidelines. We had a tough time communicating with Tom. Hopefully we'll get him in the second half. But uh, 47 seconds remaining in this second quarter. Coleraine scores on a go route, Rob Florian. Yeah, I, I think the corner got lost on it just because with their with what Coleraine's been doing, the corners are used to coming down and having to make a tackle. And as soon as that receiver ran right past him, he, just, he wasn't prepared for it. You get out of sync. Ott will kick this one off at the 40-yard line. 
And he's going to kick a line drive kick. Going to take Dieters back to the 5. And he takes it now across the 10 to the 15 to the 20. And he spins it around the 22-yard line, maybe the 23. But the Panthers will get it with 33 seconds remaining. And a score here would be big for the Panthers, but only 33 seconds, Rob. Yeah, score here is big, but we just saw how Coleraine can score quickly. So you you definitely don't want to give the ball back. I think this is where you probably run something pretty conservative, maybe a screen um, or maybe run the ball and see if you can get 10 to 15 yards. Right. If you can get 10 yards, yeah, maybe maybe you take a couple shots. But if you don't get anything out of first down, we'll probably sit on it. Two wide receivers off to the left side, two to the right. Shotgun for Luby. They go Volmer in motion. Now make it three wide receivers to the, le- to the left. And now R- R- Luby's going to carry it across the 25 to the 30 to the 33-yard line. A gain of 10, as you mentioned, Rob, just a, a conservative draw. Play. Yeah, there's the draw, and it looks like they're going to sit on it. I mean, 20. you got to put a little pressure on them to make a tackle, and, and, and they did. Coming up at halftime, the best show in the business, the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report with the guys. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right on this second and one from the 31. Luby going to run it across the 30, 35. He's outside. Let's see. No, he fumbles the football at the 40-yard line, and Colerain says they have it, and they do. Two seconds remaining, and Colerain's going to get one play. That's a tough one to recover from too, because you want to be, you want to have a nice, tight end of the half and be able to go regroup at half. And now you're kind of, you're struggling with turnovers. And it's another, it's another example where Luby's going to have to bounce back, and I think he will. He will. Uh, that is the third turnover of the game. He's had two interceptions, now a fumble. Colerain's going to have it at the 40-yard line for one play, just two seconds remaining. And, Phil, here, defense has got to step up here, too. They yeah. cannot let anybody get behind. Well, an elder's going to take a timeout here just to talk about those things. I mean, you got all three. Might as well, you know, get Coach Curran out there and, and just talk to the defense. Can't give anything up because, remember, it's important. Coring gets football back, starts second half. So you don't want to give up another score and be possibly putting yourself in a in a, in a three-score situation in the, in the third quarter early. So it's very key, Elder, just everybody know your assignments. It, it, don't let anybody get behind you. Everybody just be aware of what's going on and, and just make your plays and let's, let's get to halftime here. The other thing this does with a game that we know is going to be a grind is it puts unnecessary stress. You know, you'd like to be just going in the halftime now, and now you got to worry about a, a big chunk play or something here at the end. It's just unnecessary stress that wears you out. Well, it's a first down and 10. It's at the four. Line. The big thing is it'll be just one play here. Two seconds only remaining here in this second quarter. Coleraine lines up. They line up the same way with uh, Isaiah Myers off to the right side. They've got Sandusky to the right as well. To the left side is Avante Scales. Johnson in at quarterback in the shotgun. And setting up here with the three wide to the right side now. One to the left on this one last play of the half. And now we get another timeout. This is interesting, right? When you have a triple option team, what do they come out and do when they need 40 yards? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they threw a 36-yard play that's, the that's, last time. That's, that's I, that, right. was, that was pretty open there. Yeah. The Myers caught the ball in the right corner of the end zone. You don't see that very often, but Johnson looks like he's got a pretty good arm, though. Yeah, he can get it out there. I mean, he's definitely serviceable. And, and when you can keep a, a defense off balance like that, that they're expecting to come up and stuff around, come up and stuff around, and then you throw one over the top, you really don't have to be that accurate. You just got to give your receiver a chance, and he did a great job of that on the last well, drive. Well, in the postseason so far, uh, Johnson it was 4 of 7 for 85 yards in the postseason, and uh, he threw 36 on that one play. Well, so, that's efficient, yeah, yeah, right? That's that efficient. That's, exactly. That's an efficient first quarter for Luby. Setting up now uh, with this last play, two seconds remaining. 
Colerain Cardinals with a 21-14 lead over the Elder Panthers here at Dwyer Field, Atrium Stadium in Mason, Ohio. They'll line up three wide, make that four now, five to the right side. So all five to the right. The throw, it's pace. He's going to carry it across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. And he doesn't get in. Did he get in? I was going to say, Coleraine thinks he got in. I thought he went to the right corner and did not get in. That's a pretty. I think he's out at the one. That's a pretty good play call there, where you're making. Yeah, I think he got out. He ran out of bounds at the one. I think he did, but that that will be. Let's see if the official. It will be the end of the first half, and that is it. So, he did get out at the one yard line. So they got 39 of the 40 yards, not not 40. But we'll we'll come back with the Caldwell Banker West Shell halftime report with the score: the Colerain Cardinals 21, the Elder Panthers 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Say here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. This is Deacon Michael Trimpey from St. Peter and Chains Cathedral. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And welcome back to Dwyer Field. Atrium Stadium, get that right, yeah, that's a mouthful, uh, Mason High School, where the Coleraine Cardinals are ahead of Elder at half, 21-14, to 14, and guys, uh, 
you know, we, we talked a little bit about it, and we mentioned glancingly in the pregame show, everything comes down to turnovers, and uh, when you have the turnovers like that, it, it's going to give you some problems. It really is. <clears throat> turnovers by the Elder Panthers, a couple interceptions by Matthew Luby, and they weren't able to uh, contain the the big play for the uh, Corey Cardinals in, in Walla, 21-14, to 14, but... Uh, you know, being down on the, on the field at, at halftime, uh, there is a big crowd here for the other Panthers. The portable pit definitely showed up. It's a sea of purple. And they're just waiting to just explode and, and support this team. And they had a couple good chances. They got up to the early lead. Uh, Elder did have momentum most of, the, most of the first half. It's just a couple plays that, uh, you know, they, they got away from them and, and uh, it is what it is, 21-14 to 14 on the short end, but it's far from over, Steve. Far from over, and, uh, you, know, the, you know, saying statistics are for losers, but I'd love to see the stats for the first half. Elder overwhelmingly controlled the, the first half as far as time of possession, just plays run, but Colerain was just hitting like lightning, uh, you know, with, with the interception. You know, I, I was saying to Tom on the sideline, I'd rather see a touchdown like that than a Colerain offensive drive. And then the next time Colerain touches the ball, boom, you know, 72 yards gone again. So, it's, you know, Elder uh, needs to figure out a way to stop the big play, and they need to finish on their drives they've been driving the field they get down to the 20-yard line and it acts like a force field they just can't get past it and they just need to finish some drives and put some scores in uh, this game is a long way from over but uh, 21 14 is not where the panthers want to be sitting right now well there's some other oh so we got the stats for the first half though. let's go to tom and look at those stats steve you're, you're right matthew luby 13 for 17 123 yards passing and he's also leading the team in rushing uh, uh, six, 15 carries for 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Cooper Johnson, two carries for 25 yards on the receiving end. Uh, Drew Ramsey, four catches for 45 yards. Uh, Dakota Postal, four catches for 26. Joe Rohrer, three for 41 with a big touchdown reception. And Evan Vollmer, uh, two receptions for 11 yards. Yeah, it's uh, the big the thing that hurt was that pick six. Uh, if if Elder could have put that drive in, Steve, you talked about it. If if, if Elder could get up by a, a touchdown or two, yeah. it gets Colerain out of what they the want to do. The only time they were only down by two touchdowns one time this season that was twenty-one to seven to St. X. The game they went on ended up losing. So, um, you know that that would have been big if they could have punched that second touchdown in. But before the interception, but that not to be uh, a half of football remains to be played. So we'll see what what occurs in the next 24 minutes. And Steve, your point, Elder with 252 total yards to uh, Corain's uh, total yards for 187. Um, let's see, um, first downs, Elders doubling up uh, 12 first downs to Corain six. And uh, total plays, Elder doubled them up. They had 37 and plays. Look at time of possession. Versus, uh, time of possession on a different screen. Let's see what I can come up with. Sorry about that. That's okay. I, 
Can't get it. Can't get it. But switch around on your cell phone is not as easy as a computer. It but, is. Uh, You're right. <laughs> but, uh, Steve, there's some other scores in the area, and one we've been watching, Then uh, you kind of predicted it, LaSalle uh, and, and Harrison playing, and uh, that right down the street at Lakota West, and LaSalle's running away with this one. Well, you know, we, there was talk all week uh, from the Harrison faithful, and rightly so, that they're proud of their team. They, they, they've come into the game 11-1, and but, uh, you know, can, people who've been around football kind of knew what LaSalle had, and uh, with less than a minute into the game, Harrison was already down 7 to nothing. Uh, quickly 14 to nothing, 24 to nothing on a, a long field goal. Now it's 30 at the half, it's 31 to nothing, and a running clock in the second half, a, as I predicted, so I don't have to buy drinks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we, we kind of felt safe with that yeah, bet. Felt safe with that bet. Baden and Troutwood Madison, they, they got this is Division Three, Region 12 right now. They got a, a, a heck of a thing going on right now. It's a, right now it's a pitcher's duel, nothing to nothing late in the second quarter. Uh, Sal Harrison are going to play the winner of the Toledo uh, Central Catholic and the Lewis Center Olin Tangy uh, game. And right now, uh, Region 7, that game is 21-7 to Toledo Central Catholic o- over Olin Tangy. Um, uh, right now, and in uh, Region 11, the winner of Baden Trotwood Madison will play either Bishop Hartley or Jonathan Alder. And right now, they're knotted up late, seven-seven. In uh, around uh, Ohio, Division One, Region One, St. Ed's right now is leading Mentor fourteen to seven. That's a, a mild upset, unless you got an up to twenty-one to seven now. Um, two uh, minutes left in the half. Two, oh, thanks very to good. Joe Harbin. And. Uh, uh, Dublin Kaufman in a squeaker, uh, three to nothing over Springfield at the half. Pickerington Central twenty-three uh, in Region Three. Groveport Madison nothing. Uh, so those are the, the the games in in Region Four or Region One or Division One in the different regions uh, south of the border. It's also the regional finals in Kentucky. Newport Central Catholic right now is leading Louisville Holy Cross ten to nothing. It's Beechwood over West Carter seven to nothing. Walton Verona over Breath Hit County. Three to nothing. Boyle County over Scott, twenty-one to nothing. Covington Catholic big over Madison Southern, thirty-six to nothing. Covington Catholic looking probably at a perfect season this year. I can't imagine anybody knocking them unless they really get downstate and uh, really have a tussle. And Simon Kenton right now losing to uh, Tate's Creek, fourteen to nothing. And those are all the scores we have. Not as tough to. Uh, and uh, someone's up here for a free sandwich. They're not yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Disappointed, I think. Yeah. But, uh, you know, during the season we got, you know, 40, 50 games to, to do. And uh, now uh, you know, with eight or nine ga- scores report, it, it's, it's pretty easy work for uh, the scoreboard man over here. I have time of possession. Hey, we found it. Uh, Elder, 18 minutes to eight minutes for the uh, – I'm surprised they even had eight minutes. Yeah, to be honest with you. But that's that's an example of that quick scoring right. opportunity, uh, opportunistic so, and, football team yeah. they have. And, and, and Phil talked about that a little bit in the game. And actually, Phil and I are driving over here or uh, to, uh, driving out to to get 
you know, together for the game. We were just talking defensively, and I've noticed on times when the defense has had trouble, the, the, the secondary on running plays has gotten a little nosy and gotten caught up in the traffic. They're going to have to be a little bit more disciplined and stay back out of the fray and, and scrape off and pick up what's coming at, off the line of scrimmage instead of being at the line of scrimmage watching somebody running 70 yards behind you. All right, you're listening to the Colwell Banker West Show Halftime Report. It is halftime here. Uh, Cole Rain 21, Elder 14. We come back, we're going to get Rob Florian joining into this conversation as we kind of look at the keys of the second half and all that other stuff as we come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Stay here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain... We can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. This is Father Andre Joseph LaCasa, St. Gertrude Church in Madeira. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. And we're back, and uh, thanks to everyone listening uh, around the area and all around the world on the Internet. Uh, I wanted to give another shout-out as well to... Private First Class Robbie Rutenberger, class of 2018. He's listening down at Fort Hood, Texas. We've had a bunch of people talking about uh, them listening in Arizona and Florida and Bill Welch down in Florida. Yeah. He's listening. Hello, Bill. And uh, missing a whale of a game here. And joining us now, Rob Florian. Rob, you know, you're, you're halftime. You're going in as a team. You're down 21 to 14. You know, this is a one-score game. You know, you can't get too down on yourself. you got to probably... Just just analyze what went wrong and, and how to adjust and, and go forward. Absolutely. This is where you test uh, sheer resilience uh, coming out of the half. Obviously, we've all, we've all talked about how the key to beating Colerain is you get ahead and, and uh, make them catch up, and, and that's out the window now, right? The, the beauty of elders team this year though is they have firepower i mean there's not we saw it last week with luby breaking around for 70 yards so that's not out of the window with this elder team so there to to you know have a couple miscues there and come out and only be down seven here i i think you take it and and you just um you know try to grind out 
a couple uh, big plays and get a couple stops, and, and it's anybody's game still. Inside the head of a Matthew Luby as a quarterback, you you were in that situation. you got to be almost like a relief pitcher. Something happens like that. You have a short memory and just go on. Absolutely, you have a short memory. And you could tell, you know, with one of those interceptions, uh, an undersized quarterback, and I can speak firmly <laughs> to that, right, is is sometimes you have to throw blind. And, there's there, you know, I didn't have a great angle, but you could tell he probably, he probably didn't see some something, right? Yeah. So you, you have to um, put that behind you, and you have to keep doing that. Even though it resulted in a bad play, you still have to let it fly, right? And that's the only way they're going to win this game. Rob, you mentioned the resiliency of this team that Elder has so far this year and, and the cohesiveness of this team. I'm guessing at halftime like this, this is the time that you can reflect back on the games that you had to dig deeper this year and made the plays to come back in the second half and, and do what needs to get done. Yeah, we've, we've seen it this year. I mean, I referred to that Clearwater Academy game. It was the same thing. That that, that other team was scoring at 80-yard chunks, and you were waiting for the offense to just kind of go, oh, man, we can't hang with these guys. But they didn't. Uh, and I think that's exactly what it is now. I think um, my guess is those guys are in the, in the locker room right now going, you know what, we got this. And that's the only way you can think right now. And I'm, I'm sure Doug Ramsey has them in the right state of mind. Now, you, you still need to catch a break. You get down seven, you need yeah. to catch a break, you need to get a stop, maybe get a turnover, maybe they you, they gift you something. You're hoping for that. But I think they'll be in the right, right state of mind to at least take advantage of those opportunities. And a good uh, teammate of yours, Brett Curran, uh, who is the off- or defensive coordinator, what what do you think he's talking to his guys about right well, now? Well, I, I think I think he goes to his guys, and I'm sure is is – keep doing what you're doing they had a really good half i mean that was they gave up a a pick six um you know and there's kind of a funky last possession there where both teams were in situations that they're not used to being in and it almost you know ended ended badly but um that was kind of out of character for the rest of the game and i I think the defense is hanging in there fine um if elder can protect the ball and get a couple drives and make a couple big plays this will be anybody's game coming in the fourth quarter all right quickly let's look at the keys of the game steve let's look at cole rain Colerain, they get the ball first. I, I think if, if you know, you take a score, if you can get a score, going up two would, would be great for for, uh, for But I, I think if they can get a touchdown and burn a lot of clock doing that, it's going to be beneficial to them because it will take Elder's offense off the field uh, for a good portion of the quarter. So I, I think if they can – somehow, you know, not hit an 80-yarder right off, but kind of work it down there, burn some clock, that might help Coleraine. And I'd say, do exact, keep on doing what you're doing. Tom, let's look on the other side for the Elder Panthers. Well, the keys of the game that I had in the beginning were, uh, you know, making sure that Coleraine doesn't uh, do those quick hitters, and unfortunately they did have the one quick hitter. So I think that Elder just needs to go to the guys that brought him to the dance. And the thing that I like about it is, you know, Joe Royer is a monster of a receiver out there, and it's nice to have that luxury uh, for Matthew Luby that he can just throw it up there and, and Joe's going to go get him. The thing that, that I like to see, and I think Drew Ramsey's going to be key in the second half, uh, he's been, he hasn't been used a whole lot, it seems like, in the last couple weeks. 
but as Steve mentioned earlier in the year, uh, Elder and Drew specifically, when he gets in open space, he's really dangerous. And he had four receptions for over 40 yards in the first half. I like to see them go to Drew a little bit more, along with Evan Vollmer. And then just play it off with the run and, and get behind those horses, Jacobs and Kander on the left side of the line, see what happens. And like uh, Rob just said with the defense, defense is fine. I mean, they're fine. They're playing what they need to play. Uh, they just need to come up with a break, and, and that could really turn it around. And then you got the portable pit. There's over 5,000 people here. Luckily for the Elder Panthers tonight, they beat the number one seed, which which was St. X last week, which puts Elder on the home side this, this week. And you look at the other side, it's it's like a 5-1 to one difference in the, in the fans. And the portable pit travels well, so hopefully they can get behind this Elder Panther team and pull out a win. Rob, there's a lot of football left. People can't get down. So one thing Tom mentioned is getting behind the horses. Even though you're down seven points, you can't forget about what got you here, and they, they still got to commit to running the ball. And that's really where they've been getting a lot of their big plays, too. Um, so if you can hang in there, dig deep, and commit to run behind those horses and pop a big one, that's, that's probably their best chance here. All right. That's all the time we have here. It's uh, halftime. The well, let's see here. That we got what? Still about seven minutes to go here. What the yeah. heck? I, I forget about the television uh, uh, stuff. So let's let's keep it here for a little bit. Uh, can, uh, can we touch on one thing? Yes, so Tom, please. Tom mentioned the portable pit. Let's not forget that it's not just the five thousand here. It's the guys all the way around the world that are listening to you guys, and I think that's a big part of you know keeping the community together anytime you guys talk about the servicemen and women out there listen to this broadcast brings me chills so the fact that the portable pit is truly that and we can keep uh, it's almost like hey let's let's tip our clap and uh, tip a glass to anybody that's home with a beer uh, listen to it on the radio right now we 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 feel your support yeah you know Sometimes when we're here and you're talking into these machines, you don't know is anybody out there listening, and and we do get a lot of feedback from folks all over the place. And I know my my son who was on deployment in Kuwait last year would get up a real real early in the morning out, out in Kuwait time to to listen to the elder games and bring a part of the pit here uh, to them. And and you know that's that's one of the things uh, how this all works. The technology, I really don't get it, but it, it does, and and it's it's a it's a gift for everybody who, who are big you remember your times when you're in the pit you were talking yep. about that we had you walking into the pit for your reunion and uh, oh, it, the smell a, of the grill it's, and it's <laughs> a, the smell of the grill the sound of the band um and for a guy with a with a with a young family that we don't get to get it get to every game this is uh, a really an experience to have you guys all right and one other thing guys after last week's game when matthew lubbers uh, broke that run for 70 yards at the end of the game i called that an instant classic yeah absolutely. and it really was and i can i can sense that there's a Another possibility of an instant classic here. Let's have another one for the Elder Panthers. Back-to-back weeks, Region 4. And, Rob, you said it a couple weeks ago when you were on game night with us. The both times at Elder 1 State, they had to beat this team, Coleraine, to get out of Region 4, let's make it three. All right, now, the, the, the clock is hard to read. That's why uh, we kept it Maybe here. It a couple more minutes. A couple there. more minutes. But we're, we're going to take our time out. Uh, when we come back, you're going to hear second-half action with Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and sidekick Rob Florian. We're going to press him into action as well as we return on the Prep Sports Radio Network.
Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, out to Yora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from family to yours. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click get and then you've got sacred heart radio everywhere welcome back to the dominic Bonavita broadcast booth len harvey we've got uh, phil bengal and rob florian here in the booth it's 21 14 colrain with the lead at halftime and getting ready to start the third quarter the panthers will have to kick off from left to right of your radio dial colrain will get the first possession of the second half and they'll set up with pace back deep and this first possession of the second half is going to be very important for the Cardinals. And the Panthers here in the kick by Harmeyer. It's an end over red. Pace takes it and lets it bounce into the end zone. So a good kick by Harmeyer, and that's what you want. Let Colerain go 80 yards, Rob Florian. That, that's exactly it. You have to keep them uh, running uphill, as they say, and that's, the, that's a good start to that. And it'll start off a first and ten for the Colerain Cardinals at the 20-yard line. They scored on their uh, possession 36-yard touchdown pass from Johnson to Myers. Uh, they've been able to do a little bit of everything. They had an 80-yard run uh, by Wahid. And they'll set up from right to left wearing their road white jerseys, Colerain is, with the red numbers, the white helmet and the red. The Panthers in all purple tonight. From right to left they go, Colerain on a first and ten at the 20-yard line. Eye formation set up, and now they give up the middle. Not much doing there for Wahid that time. He gets to the 22-yard line. Only a gain of two, Phil. That's a big stop. Colton Sanders with that stop. And, you know, if you think about it with Colerain's offense, I mean, 
they only had two great plays in the first half. I mean, their offense really only made two big plays. Everything else has just kind of been small and methodical. They got the 80-yard. They got the big touchdown pass. But that's about it. I mean, they've held their offense pretty much in check with what they do normally. So the defense just got to play mistake-free football. 11.29 to go. Third quarter, 21-14. The Coleraine Cardinals with the lead. Setting up there. And now up the middle in uh, the run across the 24 to the 25-yard line. A gain of three yards. It'll be third down and about five. Now, Rob, this is kind of a sweet spot for Coleraine with five yards to go. You're, you're right. That was a pretty good group tackle there. And you're third and five. They still have their whole playbook open. But, um, you know, this is you much prefer them here than third and two. So it's two good plays there for L. Third and five from the 25 for the Cardinals. The first possession of the second half. They lead it 21-14. You're hearing it from the elder portion of the crowd on the home side here at Dwyer Field Atrium Stadium at Mason, Ohio. A third and five, 25-yard line, 10.40 to go. Third quarter, two wide for Colerain to the left side. I formation set up with Johnson, and now we're going to get a timeout. And Colerain decides to call a timeout. A big portion of the game. Tonight's game is brought to you by Holding Realty. Proud to bring you Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these Elder grads and Holding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Holding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Holding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Holding.com. That's H-O-E-T-I-N-G. So a third and five got them thinking a little bit, Rob, to see what they're going to do here. How big is this to come out of half and the opportunity to get a three and out? That uh, would be huge. That, that would be huge. That would be uh, that would really flip the script on how this second half is going to play. So I hate to say it, but you know you're already at a, a pivotal play in the game to start the third quarter here. Third and five from the 25-yard line for Colerain. 10:34 left. Third quarter, 21-14, they lead. I-formation set up, Johnson under center. And now we're going to get a flag down. There's going to be some motion, and I believe that's going to go against Colerain and drop it back five yards, third and ten is a little bit worse. Yeah, talk about Colerain getting out of their script now. If they go to third and ten, this works right into Elder's hands. Now, you still have to make a play. You still have to wrap up and make a tackle, um, but it's playing into the hands of Elder right here on third and ten. They move it back to the 20-yard line, a third and 10 at the 20-yard line for Colerain here. Haven't been able to get a play. They called a timeout, They and that time they had some motion beforehand. So let's see if they can run this one off with this third and 10 from the 20. They're taking all kinds of time. This is a big play. Here to start this third quarter. One wide receiver to the right side, one to the left. Johnson under center. Pace goes in motion. The pitch to Pace, a pace rather across the 25, and he's outside around the 27-yard line. I don't know. I think he's going to be a little bit short, Phil. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's short. He only got up to about 25. Bartley Thomas forced him out of bounds over there. The only thing that's a little bit concerning is Elder's end got a little bit caught up, got uh, looped in on the side over there. Elder did a good job of containing that big play earlier and forcing him up the middle. So Elder's got to you know, make make sure the guy knows that adjustment over there on the end. I'm not sure if that was Buller or Keys, but you just can't let yourself get turned like that. Sandusky at his 11-yard line. Thayman at his 45. The bad snap. Sandusky can't find it. He's off to the right. He's going to be tackled. Out. And that is, he got the kick off, but I don't know. Was that? Where is he running that one? To? I don't know. 
No is that way. our utility player, the punter there? Because that was yeah. a pretty athletic. That was a pretty that athletic would... move by the punter just to get that off. But how big is that for Elder now? That is huge. They got a three and out and a big play. It's a huge flip of the field. But what I'm looking at is that is where the the referee marked the the punt. I mean, like that was one heck of a line drive punt that must have hugged that sideline. I don't know how that didn't go out quicker. Yeah, absolutely. But he still got that ball. Down. It was a heck of a play by the punter. It was a great play by the punter. And again, those are always those plays too, Rob. That I think of. How many times does that happen to Elder? And that bounce goes flying. And that one was right. like a perfect. He's able to bring it in. I'm like, dang, right. that was just a little bit higher. First and ten at the 36 for the Panthers in Coleraine territory. Three wide left, and Luby going to run it. He runs it across the 35 and gets to about the 30. Two-yard line, a gain of four on first down for Matthew Luby, but a big possession for the Panthers, Rob. You have to get points on this drive. Yeah, what's big about this now is starting in Coring territory. Elder has an opportunity now, even though they're down, they can let the game come to them a little bit and get back more in their regular scheduled play calling, riding, going behind the horses and continuing to run the ball. Um, it, it's nice because now, now the script is back in our favor. Second down and seven. The ball spotted at the Coleraine Cardinal, 33. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Shotgun for Luby. Setting up back at his 38-yard line. Now at a shotgun, steps back and around the 40, throws to Ramsey to the left side, and it's complete to around the 26-yard line. So a gain of about seven there, and that'll be enough for an Elder Panther first down. So the drive continues. They move it. Right around the 26-yard line. So, again, a big play. They might. This might be a situation where they could look for Royer in the end zone, or or just keep continue to run the football. It's given Luby a chance to respond here, coming out of the first half too. First and ten at the 26. Too wide to the right side. Luby shotgun. He's looking, and now he's going to run it across the 25. Looks for a block and gets to about the 20-yard line where he finally uh, stopped down, but a gain of six. And, Phil, that's the kind of play, a positive play on first down that you continually need. Right, and you can see his elders setting it up. I mean, Coach Ramsey running in, uh, Joseph Catania and Zach Schlachter, you know, running Volmer and and, uh, Drew Ramsey out so they can pick that up out there. They just kind of get that extra block and get that fullback running that's not typical but it's getting them some good yardage some good pickup and Colerain defensively they keep wanting to run a blitz on the left side they keep bringing his corner up trying to get elder so i think elder's seeing that and running it away they got it at five i think it's about four and a half for the yard second down at the 20 yard line for the panthers one wide to the right looking rolling to the right is luby looking to throw jump ball throw to royer is incomplete and that was dangerous it went through the hands of royer and almost into the hands of Number 10, and that's Sean Williamson, who earlier recovered a fumble. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough connection there when the receiver's got to find a space in the middle of that zone defense, and they just weren't on quite on the same page there. Third and five for the Panthers. They're at the 20-yard line. 21-14, Colerain with the lead. 8-44 remaining here in this third quarter. Two wide to the right, Ramsey and Royer. Two to the left, Postal. And now they're going to go in motion with Larkin. And now it's Luby to throw. It's complete, and that was Postal at about the 15-yard line, and that'll be enough for an Elder Panther first down. The the Coleraine cornerbacks are giving the Elder wide receivers a lot of cushion here. Even being inside the 20-yard line, I'm a little bit surprised. He had plenty of cushion. That was an easy pitch and catch there. 8.40 remaining 
in this third quarter. 21-14, Colerain. Colerain got the ball first in the second half. They were forced to punt. And then uh, a great defensive play by the Panthers and good athletic play by Sandusky. Uh, almost had it blocked but wound up kicking it. But Elder has it at now at the 15-yard line. A first and 10 at the 15. One wide to the right. One to the left side. Shotgun. Now two to the right. Ramsey goes back in motion. The fake. And it's Luby. Luby's going to be sacked. Uh, Roy's going to try to get a, a positive yard. They threw him to the ground right around the 21-yard line. But uh, I think he got back to the line of scrimmage on that run. So Colerain went to man coverage there. And what that um, what that's just asking for is was uh, somebody like Royer with some height to get a jump ball, maybe at the back pylon, uh, maybe a flag route to the back of the end zone. If, if they continue to play man there, I wouldn't be surprised to see Coach Doug Ramsey call that up. Second down at 12. The ball spotted at the 17-yard line, so a loss of two on that last one with 8.05 remaining here in the third quarter for the Panthers down 21-14. to Two wide to the left, two wide to the right. Luby at his 21-yard line in the shotgun formation looking, and now I'm going to roll it to the right, but he's going to be sacked and a fumble, but the Panthers are going to get it back right around the 25-yard line, but... Uh, as that was uh, recovered by number 75, Carter Smith. We'll call that a coverage sack. He really didn't have anywhere to go with the ball. Um, you'd like to see him protected a little better, but, uh, you know, that's that's the nature of Luby trying to make a play. You're going to have that. And a third and 20, Phil. This is uh, this is uh, one of the things where right now it's a 43-yard attempt, so you get some good yardage. They could get a field goal out of this with two plays, or you go two plays and try to get as right. much as you can here. Uh, third and 20 from the 26. Two wide, make that three to the right. Luby looking, stepping back at his 30, and now rolling, and now looking, and he's going to run it across the 25, and he's out to the 22-yard line. Only got four, but he could have lost a bunch more. Yeah, he picked up what he could there. At least you have a chance of, uh, you know, do you go for it or did you give your kicker a little more, a little more room there? It's a 39-yard attempt from here. It's a little bit on the long side, but but Harmeyer has been known to kick him. He's had a good year. Uh, and we'll see if they do or decide to just kind of go for this. The other thing you have to think about, if you kick it and miss it, now all of a sudden you're, you know, they're getting the ball at the what 30-yard line going the other way, so it's almost at midfield. So you're, they're going to take a shot here, it looks like. It's a fourth and 16 at the 22. Panthers going to go for it here. Royer to the right. Ramsey to the right. One to the left. Luby now rolling to the right. Looking, throwing. It is complete to Ramsey. Ramsey gets to the 10. And out at the nine-yard line, and that's going to be a little, let's see, at the nine, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's short. way short yeah. for a first down. My biggest concern is Drew Ramsey comes up hobbling on that one after he got tackled trying to pick up the extra yards. So it'll be first and ten for the Cardinals. They'll spot it at the ten-yard line. Tonight's game brought to you by Jim Collins Auto Body, approaching their 50th year in business, and they've achieved this milestone by providing reliable service you can trust. Turning your car back into your pride and joy, it's what you can expect from Jim Collins Auto Body, a proud sponsor of Elder Football. 6.15 remaining here in the third quarter, and Elder misses a big opportunity on that drive. Well, you're not kidding. You really like to take advantage of that, but you know, if nothing else, you flip the field and you're going to make Colerain go 90 yards here. First and 10 at the 10-yard line for Colerain. Johnson under center. Three wide receivers to the right. And now two to the left side. They go now in motion. Wahid, and it's going to be Johnson going to run it across the 10 to the 15. And he gets to the 22-yard line. A gain of a dozen for Freddie Johnson and a first down. 
And there's what we're talking about before, not owning that end, not able to get out and kind of get your, your left arm locked on his shoulder so that he doesn't turn you. Elder was able, got turned on that. And that I mean, that's an easy pickup on the outside for Cole Rain as they continue to run that. Quick score update. Springfield is up 7-3 to three on uh, Dublin Kaufman in uh, about the middle of the third quarter. Setting up a first and 10 at the 22 for Cole Rain. Three wide to the left side, and now it's going to be taken by Pace. Actually, check that at the 15-yard line. And back at the 12-yard line, it's Nicholas Paff on the tackle. And that was a big play as they got number 21, uh, Tyree Bradley, on the carry. But more importantly, a big play by Paff. Yeah, I mean, their defense is continuing to play solid assignment football. Everybody's gap was filled there. And then at that point, it's just uh, a gang tackle. Second down and 18. The ball spotted at the 14-yard line. And they get, see, they get a timeout here. No, they're gonna. Now what they're doing is the two, the two clocks, the the end zone score or uh, play clocks are having trouble kind of syncing up. Sometimes just before, the one at the end zone to our left said six, and the one behind Colerain said sixteen. It's probably the Wi-Fi. So I think what they'll probably. <laughs> That's what it I goes mean, by now, right? They probably get, they might have to shut one of them off, or they might have to shut them both off and just let the official keep it if it continues to be a problem. Because I know re- Coach Ramsey pointed it out, too. Can they recalibrate, Lane? Yeah, I, I think they need to recalibrate the, the scoreboard, too, because you can barely see some Refresh. of the numbers. Yeah. Refresh. Yeah, when in doubt, reboot, right? You didn't have to worry about that with the Wi-Fi back in 2002 No, we did, or still did the old West Side <laughs> treatment. Yeah. Unplug it, hit it twice, yeah. and plug it back in. Second and 18 from the 14-yard line. Under center is Johnson, one wide to the right side. And now we set up the clock here, and now it finally is going to start. So Johnson again under center, one in the backfield. They go in motion, Sandusky, and now they give up the middle. And... Gain of about to the 20-yard line, a gain of six. It'll be third down and 12 coming up for the Coleraine Cardinals. Again, this is a little bit out of their their comfort zone, Rob. This is where you have to stop them here because if they keep moving the football, it's 21-14, and uh, you want to stop them here. Uh, Again, another third and long right at that same spot on the 20-25-yard to line, and we have to go back to a key of the game where when you play against a triple option offense, your own offense, Elder's offense, has to value every single possession against the most out of it so hopefully defense gives them their chance here third and 10 they spotted at the 22 yard line the cardinals will going from right to left 951 remaining here in the third quarter 21 14 the colerain cardinals have the lead their first possession ended in a punt elder wound up getting a good field position but wound up floundering at the colerain 10 yard line on a fourth down and they didn't make it and now colerain has it back at the two-yard line. So that's where we are. 21-14 is the score in this regional final at Dwyer Field, Atrium Stadium in Mason, Ohio. One wide to the right. One to the left side. A big play in this game. A third and ten from the 22. Johnson under center. They go in motion and now Johnson looks to throw. Now he's going to run it, but he is going to be tackled right around the 19-yard line. The Panthers will force him to punt the football away. A big tackle on the play by number 66, Jack Tucker. Well, Joey Stemmler got there first. Joey Stemmler got there and tied him up. You know, that's the big part of it is the first guy. I know Coach Curran was talking about that this week. Everybody's got to play cleanup. So if the first guy gets there, everybody else got to fly to that guy and make it because they got speed if they break that first tackle. So he's talked about that all week, and that was good execution. So the defense, again, 
Huge stop. Offense, you got to reward your defense on this next drive. Sandusky lines up at his five-yard line to pump this one away. Another high snap. And now Sandusky's going to kick this one to the right side, bounces at the 48, and takes a Colerain bounce inside the Elder territory at the 28-yard line. What a kick by Sandusky. And the Panthers, they're going to say it right around the 26-yard line where they finally stopped. It seemed like it just kept rolling. Yeah, this is where if you're an offense, you have to appreciate what your defense is doing on the other side of the ball and where you look at each other and go, look, the defense is playing their butt off for us right now. Let's go get one from. So I think they could get, you know, regroup here, get really focused, and, and go get a touchdown for the defense and keep the defense off the field for a little bit. Yeah, here. they're getting a little tired. You can tell. Get three, a breather. 337 remaining here in the third quarter. Panther trailing at 21-14. to 14. Two wide receivers off to the right side. Larkin in the backfield as a blocker. Now it's Luby. Luby going to run it across the 25, and he gets to about the 28-yard line, a gain of two on first down. Luby didn't get much there as Larkin was there to block to help out, but not enough uh, on that one. Yeah, I, I, you know, down seven here. You can still lean on your, your uh, what do they call them, the hogs and yeah. the horses up front. Um, you know, they're, they're still second and nine here. You can get a little chunk here and then hopefully third manageable. And they mark it right around the 28-yard line. They're going to say second and eight with 3.07 and counting left here in the third quarter. 21-14 was your score at halftime. That is the score right now. Colerain with the lead. Elder with the football. Second and eight at the 28. Two wide receivers to the left side, two to the right. Luby steps back at his 21, throws it. It's incomplete, intended for Vollmer. And you don't see Vollmer drop too many of those, Phil. Man, and that looks that it just I just all of a sudden had a bad remembrance of going back to the LaSalle game. I mean, but the Panthers did that two or three times, catch the ball wide open out by the sticks, and the guy turns before he's got the football. So a big third down and eight. You do not want to give the ball back to Coleraine here without even getting a first down. So a third and eight at the 28. 2.49 remaining in this third quarter. One wide receiver to the left, three now to the right. Shotgun Luby at his 22, steps back at his 20, and now steps up into the pocket, still with protection, and now throws it as Larkin, completed the 25 to the 30, and gingerly moves up and got about a couple more to the 33, a gain of five on third down, but that was all Luby there just to even get that ball off. Yeah, one thing you see with, you know, that's pretty good coverage there, but on that last possession on a drop, which is pretty big because, you know, that, that moves the chains. One thing you don't want to do in this situation for the offense is press, and I think you saw that a little bit where they're forcing things to happen. Pace is going to go back at his 40-yard line to return this punt by Dieters. And it's actually Thayman again. Thayman's going to oh, run go, it. To the go, go, And now he's going to kick it. And he kicks it finally, and it's going to take a elder bounce to the 33-yard line of Colerain. But uh, Thayman definitely thought about that, Phil, and he probably could have gotten the first down. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it, you got to do it. And, I mean, commit. there was like a split second where if he went, Elder could get it because they were all looking like there was a punt coming. And that's when you get them on it because there's a lineman, then you just turn your shoulders and you create a little wall. And that's what we talked about before. You could run that when it's fourth and eight. You can't right. do it when it's fourth and 18. No. Right, right. Well, it'll be a first and 10 for Colerain. At the 35-yard line is where they will spot the football. Colerain punted on their first two drives, and Elder had a punt on this last one, and they uh, 
floundered on a drive that sent him back to the 10. So no score here in the third quarter. Still 21-14 Colerain. And now Johnson throws it. It's complete to the outside to the 40 and out to the 45. But there's a flag down on the play. And that might go... Let's see if there's a, a, a legal block on that one. But Shannon Murray got the reception for Colerain. you got to wonder how long the defense is going to hang in there, right? Right. I mean, like you said, they're getting tired out there. They're making some big plays. They're doing, They're keeping up their end of the bargain, you know. And, and like you said, the offense sees it. they got to st- you know, got to get something. But, I don't know, I look at it with the defense right now. I mean, you, you've been shutting Cole Rain down a little bit. It would be a perfect time to get them to put the ball on the turf, get a turnover, you know, flip the momentum a little bit. This has been a pretty stagnant quarter for both teams to just barely moving the ball. First and a dozen back at the 33-yard line for Colerain. Two wide receivers, including Sandusky, out to the right, and Scales. In the backfield is Wahid. Under center is Johnson. And now the fake, and now the give to Wahid on the side to the 35, and he's out at about the 37-yard line. And the tackle that time by number 23 knocked him out, and that's going to be Javarius Richardson. Knocked him out of bounds there. So they'll make it a second and eight at the 37 for Colerain. It seems like this whole quarter is is taking place right on that chunk of the field, right there, right in Colerain territory. And moving, we are on the home side of the field this week. Last week on the road side, we're looking on the other end, and it is a second and eight at the 37. Colerain going from right to left of your radio dial. Two wide receivers to the right, and now one to the left side. They go in motion, and now the give to the right side is Sheldon. And across, he gets to the 39-yard line. And uh, the 39, Shannon Murray, rather, on the carry there to the 39. So a gain of a couple. It'll be third down coming up. That was exactly what you've been talking about, Phil, right, is is, is setting that edge. And uh, that time, Elder did not let Colerain set the edge. Yeah, so Connor Keyes on the backside is able to re- go down the line along with Jack Tucker. And when he changes his line to reverse field coming the middle, there's the Panthers. Yep. That's, that's team defense right there, right? One guy flushes them in, the other guy makes the tackle. Big team defense here with a minute 12 to go in the third quarter. Third and six from the Colerain Cardinal 39-yard line. Colerain leading it 21-14. to Johnson under center. Eye formation set up for the Colerain Cardinals. Now the pitch, pace, carries it. And out to the 40, missed the tackle to the 45. And he gets inside to the 48 of Elder before he's taken down. But that they had a shot at him in the backfield. And Colton Sanders is upset with himself. Elder is right there. It's just finishing the plays. It's, you know, a one-drop pass, one-missed tackle. And they're, they're so close to be really controlling this game. And they just can't complete the play right now. 51 ticks of the clock left here in the third quarter. It has been a scoreless third quarter. Colerain has it at the 49-yard line, a first and 10 for the Cardinals. They line up with an I formation set up. In the backfield is Deshaun Pace as the lead setback, and the give to Pace. Pace going to go outside, looking, and finally taken down right around the 47-yard line, and Nicholas Seeger on the tackle for the Panthers, Phil, big play. Huge play. Pace had a, a nice stiff arm on him, too, and Seeger just continued to drive through. So Nicholas Seeger, a uh, uh, big play. Now we got some substitution. So Luke Kandra has been kind of going in and out, too, on, on the front line. They want to try to use him to eat up that dive. Carter Smith looked like he was going to go on to the football field. So 
trying a few different things defensively up front because you really don't want them to break that 80-yarder as we're running here to almost the end of the third. Second and 11 from the 48 with 10 seconds remaining in this quarter. Johnson under center looking to the sidelines for a play with five seconds. Johnson trying to get this with three seconds with two seconds, and he finally gets the playoff up the middle, Wahid, and he gets to the 46-yard line, a gain of a couple, but that is the end of the third quarter of play. With the score, it's Colerain 21, Elder 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support Elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, Director of the Office of the Diaconate. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengel, and we're joined tonight by Rob Florian. And, Rob, this is the fourth quarter of a championship game for the regional championship. This is a big one. And, uh, you know, what, what, are you, what are you saying to your team right now? Well, I mean, you just have to uh, take – you have to take advantage of your opportunities. When you get into a game that's a grind like this, every little missed tackle, every little drop uh, ends up being huge, right? It costs you a chance at going up the state. Elder's doing a great job at hanging in there and hanging in there and hanging in there. They just We're going to need to bust the play here. You know, it's kind of what they did with X. They were hanging in there, hanging in that's there, right. and then that fourth and two play with Luby. So right, right now they're down seven, It's it, but they have to stop Colerain here. They can't afford to go down two scores in the fourth quarter. Right, it's almost like you got a third and ball game here already. Um, but Elder's defense, their credit, they've been responding every time in this situation, so we have no other, no reason to think otherwise here. And it'll be Colerain with the football going from left to right. They'll set up with a third down and five at the 46-yard line here at Dwyer Field, Atrium Stadium in Mason, Ohio. One wide receiver off to the right side for Colerain. They set up. In the backfield, this time is going to be Pace. Pace going to take the direct snap. Now Johnson goes in motion. Pace going to take it. And Pace at the 45 breaks a tackle out of bounds at the 43-yard line. So 42. And it's going to be, see where they got it, a little short. That was a great effort by the quarterback there. I mean, that play was all him. That was going nowhere. Here we go, fourth and two. They'll mark it right at the 42. It's, it's, it's just a short two. So this is a big play here for the Panthers as Coleraine is going for it here. One wide receiver off to the right side, and that's Freddie Johnson. They're going to go again, and Johnson's going to go in motion. He's going to back up and now go back to the right side. Pace in the Same backfield as well. Elder to jump On this fourth and about close to two. And now, and now it's quarterback Johnson going to keep it in the 40, and he gets to the 37 of Elder, and that is a first down for Colerain, and that is a huge play. 
That's a huge play, and you actually, they almost busted that one wide open. You see that a lot on fourth and one where uh, the defense just sells out, and that's when you can uh, you can pop a big one. So that was actually a pretty solid tackle there, even though it resulted in a first down. All right, first and ten for the Colerain Cardinals going from left to right at the 38-yard line of Elder, leading 21-14, to 14, 11 and a half remaining in this fourth quarter. One wide receiver to the left, and they line up again with Pace, and Pace takes the direct snap to the 35 and a gain of about three on that as Pace getting a little bit of time at quarterback here. Yeah, Phil, you see the, the, the exchange of bodies coming in and out for, for Elder again, and it probably has a lot to do with trying to keep him fresh, too, because Cole Rains had the ball what pretty much a whole second half here. Right, and Elder's offense barely been out there, so you, you're running in Carter Smith or Luke Kandrin. I mean, they've got pretty fresh legs on it, but you're really trying to just stop that run up front. But even when they have stopped it on the outside, Pace has still got that speed. So, I mean, Elder's really got to kind of web out and, and see what they can do to get a stop here. Because, I mean, time is – time is it, it's not short. But they need to make a big play. Second and seven from the 36-yard line. Colerain lines up again with Pace in the backfield. Pace going to throw it down the field. He's got a man and incomplete. He had all day to run, too. And incomplete. Elijah Ford had everything but the end zone in front of him. But you got to catch the football, Rob Ford. That, that was a perfect time for that play call because Elder's defense right now, this is like hitting your head against the wall every single play. And you lose your assignment a little bit. He slept right out backfield, and he had nothing but green in front of him. Portions of tonight's game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoeser, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith of the Lucian Smith, Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management, planning for their clients. Give Adam Schoester at Elder Grad Certified Financial Planner a call at 513-562-8304. Third and seven from the 36-yard line. Colerain, again, Pace going to take the snap across the 40, and he gets to the 36-yard line. Nicholas Seeger, Colton Sanders, and Connor Keyes in on the tackle. Yeah, Colton Key, or I'm sorry, Colton Keyes. <laughs> Colton Sanders makes the big play, making up for that one earlier where he beat himself up on Pace, not getting him. Dove in, got him, so you're going to force Colerain here for a punt. They've had a couple of bad snaps, so let's see if they get yeah, that I'm surprised back they're, in line. I'm surprised they're punting here. It's fourth and seven at the 36. I would not be surprised of a fake here, too. you got to watch for that. Right. Well, you got Pace lined up pretty close to the snap. Yeah, Pace is lined up to about the right of the kicker. So now with a fourth and seven at the 36, Sandusky looks, and he is going to kick it. And a fair catch. Uh, Stamen lets it bounce, and it's going to bounce into the end zone. So the Panthers get a break on that. Absolutely. As that's it a bounces break. in the end zone. So. They got it at the 20-yard line, yep. a lot of time, 9.48 to tie this one game up, but you got to start with with some good runs. Absolutely, and Colerain kind of let them off the hook there by punting. I would think fourth and seven. They're, you know, they've been getting chunk plays. I'm surprised yeah. by that. Go for it because, again, it, you would have Would they get 20 yards out of that? Yeah, right. you barely yeah. flipped the field. Tommy Thiem did a good job kind of faking that one, making everybody think he was going to fair catch it and went into the end zone. But – Maybe it's for, what Elder needs, too. For, you know, for our sake, break. I'm happy they didn't go for it. Absolutely. I mean, get him the ball. Now, the only thing that would be a little bit different is Drew Ramsey is over on the sideline. He, he's got his helmet off. So I don't think we're going to see Drew Ramsey in this uh, offensive series. That hurts. Yeah, that does hurt because he adds a lot of different dimension. They line up wide to the right side. They've got two wide receivers off to the right, and they go in motion with Sabata. 
And now up the middle is Luby. He's going to carry it across the 20 to about the 23-yard line, maybe the 24, a gain of about three, four yards on that one. You know what you kind of sense here is, is this the, the typical elder drive? Is it the eight-minute, grind it out, um, keep them a little off balance, but really get behind your guys up front and go tie this up with just a few minutes left? That's what it's feeling yeah. like. Or one play Luby touchdown. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you, for, you forget he's got some firepower back there. Second and six from the 24, two wide receivers to the left side. Now two to the right, including as they set up with uh, going right side. Now looking as Luby still with it across the 15, throws it down the field, and it's incomplete. Intended for Vollmer. Yeah. Coring coverage has been really good all night. Um, Luby has really not had that many windows to throw into right now. Um, so, you know, you hate to just only rely on the run with only nine minutes left and down by seven, but their coverage has been really stout. Yeah, third and six. They'll mark it at the 24-yard line. This is a big third down for the Panthers. We have nine minutes and six seconds to go here in the fourth quarter, trailing 21-14. to 14. But with the football here on this third down, Vollmer's going to line up Why He's going to line up to the right side now of Luby. Now goes in motion to the right. So two wide right, two wide left. Luby steps. Now looks to throw. It's complete Sabato across the 30-35. And I think that's going to be enough for a first down. It will be. And Sabato gets his first catch of the game. That's a great read by Luby there and a great spot. Uh, great job by the receiver finding his space. Coring came out in a cover three there. Everybody dropped out. So Luby took what he could underneath, and it results in a first down. That's how you move the chains and taking what the defense gives you. Sabato playing for Ramsey as he has his helmet off on the sidelines. Two wide receivers off to the right side, and it's Postal and Sabato. And now... Vollmer joins him. Three to the right, one to the left. Looking Luby. Looking to throw down the field. He's got Royer open. It's complete at the 38 of Colrain. And a first down. Joe Royer just goes up. And that's what happens, Rob Florian, when you're 6'5". That's called a player making plays right there. I mean, he just went up and high-pointed that ball. Strong hands. You haven't seen that since maybe a la Kyle Rudolph with those big those big bear paws up there and grabs it out of the sky. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, uh, moving down there on the sideline, too, is uh, Kyle Rudolph probably just saw yeah. that one. He's here. And that was very, I mean, that was a heck of a play. First and 10 at the Colerain 38, three wide right. Setting up shotgun Luby. Now the give to Catania. Catania crosses, gets to the 32-yard line, or is that uh, Cooper Johnson? That was Cooper Johnson at the 32. My apologies there. Here we go. I mean, look at the elder sideline now. You can feel them. You can feel them starting to get in the flow in the, in the sink of this ball game now. Luby did a good job carrying out the fake on that one. Cooper Johnson, only 5'7", can hide behind that offensive line. Jacob James and Luke Kendra on the left side both stand at about 6'6". So, I mean, 5'7", back there, he just snuck through. Second and five from the 33. They go left side with Vollmer in motion. Two wide receivers to the right. Luby looking to throw. Throws it to Vollmer at the 28-yard line, and he's out of bounds. A gain of five that should be close to the first down, if not a first down. The tackle by number 33, Lavart Jarman, made the tackle for Colerain. Again, Luby's taking what the defense gives him. What, with what Colerain's doing right now, he's really got two cha- two choices. It's it's toss it up and let one of his guys go make a play deep, or take the underneath route and take your six yards and keep the chains moving. 
7.32 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers trailing 21-14, third down and one. They have it at the Coleraine Cardinal, 29, three wide to the right. Larkin off to the left side, and now it's Luby. He runs it, 25, 20, spins to about the 15-yard line, and if it wasn't for an ankle grab, he would have had that for a touchdown. Well, that might have been a turf monster. Yeah. That, that's exactly what they need to be doing right now, mixing in the run and pass. This is exactly what Coach Ramsey excels at, Mix in the run and pass, keep the defense off balance. We got an official timeout. We'll take a timeout here with uh, 7.15 to go in the, third, in the fourth quarter. It's Colerain 21, Elder 14 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and we're joined by former elder quarterback Rob Florian, who's joining us in the booth for this game. An exciting one here, 21-14. Elder trail is by by seven, but they have it at the 16-yard line of Coleraine. What do you do here, Rob? I I think, uh, as I said before we went to break, Coach Ramsey mixing the run and pass. That's the thing. Coleraine doesn't know right now. They have no idea what they're going to come out with, Um, and that makes this offense really dangerous. They could go left side end zone for Royer. Again, they had an earlier touchdown of of seven yards, Joe Royer did. Uh, Elder scored on a seven-yard touchdown from Luby to Royer. And then Luby had a one-yard touchdown run. That's been their two touchdowns. Uh, Colerain scored on a 73-yard interception by Pace. uh, 80-yard run by Wahid. And... They scored on a 36-yard touchdown pass. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left, and this first down at 10 at the 16. Royer to the left, and now it's going to be Luby Carey, and it's on the 15 to the 10 to the 5, and he's out at the 4-yard line. A gain of a dozen on first down. It'll be first and goal for the Panthers. So what really freed that up that, that you might not see looking at it right away is that they're doubling Royer with a linebacker. That pulled that linebacker out of that hole, and that's what really opened it up for Luby. First and goal for the Panthers. Down seven, 6.50 to go. Setting up shotgun too wide to the right. Luby's going to keep it himself and keeps it to about the one-yard line. It'll be second down and goal as Luby did not get in that time, but he moved a little bit closer. Yeah, call on the Hogs. Yeah, I say, let's, let's go. go. Let's go behind James and Kendra again. Just do it again. Yeah. Put Schlachter back there too. James, Kendra, and Berger on the left side of that line. Now they're going to move it to the right. They're going to go Carter Smith and Beckenhop. And now Luby's going to keep it. Rolls to the right. Throws it. Does I mean does not get in. He tried to go right side and then backed in the middle and did not get in. So it'll be third down and goal. Kind of a botched play there. Yeah, somebody shot the gap there. I think somebody got a good jump on the ball. Um, this is where, you know, yeah, they're going to get a good jump because you're a quarterback. You don't want to go on two here. You probably want to go on a quick count, uh, get up there before the defensive line gets set uh, and, ju- and just pound it in there. Third down and goal for the Panthers. They spot it just outside the one at the two-yard line. 5.50 remaining in the fourth quarter. 21-14, Colerain. Two wide receivers to the left. Cooper Johnson in the backfield next to Luby. Shotgun snap. Sabato, the, the fake, and Luby's going to keep it and does not get in. He lost another yard back to the four-yard line. Might have lost two on that one, so it'll be fourth down coming up. 
this is this is where uh, Coach Ramsey's looking at his play sheet, saying, "What is my best play?" This is this is where you're going with what everybody's comfortable with. What you know, Colerain is you know they're probably going to be in a man defense down here, so maybe a rub route um, or or getting Royer one on one. Fourth and goal at the five. They mark it. Three wide receivers now. Uh, two to the right. They got two to the left, including Royer. Shotgun Luby. Looking, looking to throw, looking for Royer in the end zone. It is complete. Did he get his feet in? It is a touchdown, Elder Panthers. It's 21-20 pending. It's exactly what we thought. It was man coverage. And at that point, when you're man coverage, you say, who's my guy? Uh, and, and, and we've seen all year that's been Royer. He absolutely went up and, and just made a play. It was really similar to the conversion he made down here where he just snatched that ball out of the air. And that's a scary one too because Deshaun Pace is covering him at six foot three. Right. I mean he, right. he's the, he was, you know, Southwest defensive uh player of the year. He, he five interceptions, six interceptions tonight, uh at an end. So now I mean that was a scary one. So now big kick, big big connection here between Evans, Thayman and Harmeyer. Thayman will hold this one for Harmeyer. The snap, the down, and Harmeyer kick is up and good. So 4.58 remaining in this one. We are all tied up at 21. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We've got Rob Flory. We've got a tie game at 21. In this one, as Royer scored a touchdown, Phil, other scores. Yeah, the LaSalle right now is up uh, 45-8 to on Harrison, end of the third quarter. And Trotwood Madison is up on Baden, 14-7. to So some big scores in this high school football. This is the regional final weekend. Elder and Colerain here tied at 21 and Sam Harmeyer will line up to kick this one away. Freddie Johnson is back deep at his 19-yard line, along with Pace. And Harmeyer looks to kick this one and kicks it deep. Takes Johnson back. He fumbles it, but he's got it at the two, still with it at the five. And now rolling, and Johnson gets to the nine-yard line, the eight, maybe the eight-yard line, but... Everybody's there. Nicholas Seeger and company, along with uh, JV Richardson, Jay, yeah. Marco Sabato, everybody, guys. Joey so Stemler. There's your momentum on the <laughs> that, sideline you're talking it. about, Rob. There that, it is. Mr. Momentum has changed his address. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. He's so, coming in the booth right. to just make it sayings. Well, we love it. No, right. I mean, uh, anymore, the kickoff kind of gets lost. It's not as valuable anymore in all of football. But that was a really valuable kick with what Colerain does. The fact that you're going to make them now go 90 yards with five minutes, uh, it's, that was a huge play. Huge play. They'll start it at the 10-yard line, the Cardinals will. First and 10 at the 10. 4.50 remaining tie game at 21. And now we got a flag down. And did they get too many men? I think they might get 12 on the field. Yeah, they got 12. Good good math there, Phil Bengal. I'm right. impressed. Every now and again I okay. can count. Didn't I take my shoes off? Tonight's game is brought to you by Dr. Ken Shore of Shore Optical. 
He makes your world look a whole lot more in focus. Good eyesight is a key to success in school, work, or sports. If you think your vision is not what it should be, then let 1979 elder grad Dr. Ken Shore give you a complete eye examination. That's Shore Optical at 451-0010. First and 15, back at the 5 for Colerain. 450 to go in the 4th. Two wide receivers to the right. Set up with no one to the left. They line up in the backfield. Wahi, we got motion. And that is going to get Coleraine to move again. And it'll be half the distance of the goal can here. We, can we credit that one to the portable pit? Yeah. I, I think be. the crowd has been It's either that great. or that Mr. Momentum guy we were yeah. talking about. <laughs> Mr. Momentum uh, and the portable pit will that's, give that's both right. of that lots of purple but, here tonight. But, yeah. but you you got to love uh, Coleraine at, you know, what, first and 17. I mean, they're they're already out of out of cadence here. First and 17. The ball spotted at the three. One wide receiver off to the left side. Now they go in motion. Johnson gives up the middle. Wahid across the about the six to the seven yard line. A gain of four. It'll be second down coming up. And see, that's that's my only concern there on first and 17. Our defense gets so jacked up. Yep. Don't get nosy. Right. Don't try to, you know. I mean, they give up a fair amount there. We saw that play break for 80 earlier in the game. So this would not be time for it. So you got them. You got them like Rob keeps saying. They're off their script. It's second and long. Force them into a third and long. Second and 16. Back at the eight-yard line for the Cardinals. They're going to mark it second and 13. And now looking as Johnson, the pitch, and now getting across, and Sandusky gets to about the 12-yard line. Joey Stemler came up along uh, that time, and also number 66, and that was uh, Jake Tucker. So, Phil, you made a good point. You can't let the momentum get the best of you either, right? So you got them right where you want them, but you still have to strap it up and make a play here. Yeah, I mean, it's a big play for both sides because you can't give up. You can't let Pace get his what he's been doing in this game, which has been making some miraculous plays. you got to play assignment football, wrap up, everybody clean up, force them to punt here, and do what you've been trying to get all game. Scales left, Myers right. They go in motion, Sandusky. Johnson, third and seven at the 13. Pace goes in motion, now looks to throw it. He looks back and now looking to throw it and takes it across the 10 to the 15 and steps out of bounds at the 14-yard line. Only got a yard after all of that. So you you got to love making Coleraine get out of character. When Coleraine has to do the gimmick plays and try to steal yards, that's that's when you know you're having success on defense. Well, and that's hard, too, you know, for an offensive lineman on that play because he, Pace is just running around back there. You really don't know. I mean, as offensive lineman, you got your clock, yep. and, and then all of a sudden you see his jersey running, and now you're looking, you know, you're grabbing cloth, getting not what they do. Yeah. Not what they do. So Thayman is back at his 49. Sandusky at his two to punt on a fourth and five at the 15. Here's the snap. Goes to the right and now cooks it across to the left. A fair catch called for by Thayman at the Coleraine 49. A short field, Rob Florian, is going to be important. Yeah, and one thing we don't see on the stat line is something like that. A fair catch in the, at midfield. If he doesn't come up and catch that ball, we saw it last time, roll out 15, 20 yards. And with three minutes, that's a big 15, 20 yards. So that was actually a big play to come up and get that fair catch. And let's there. see if we can get Tom K- Kennedy down on the sideline. See if we can get everything to connect here. Got it? No. I don't know. He was trying. He's going crazy. The portable pit is in full force. Elder's got the momentum. Let's see it. 
Here's Luby, carries it, and he gets across to about the 41-yard line. Thank you, Tom Kennedy. And it's a second and four from the 42-yard line for the Panthers. This is when you have to control your emotion in the huddle because everything's a world when you have the momentum. There's three minutes, and you got a state championship, uh, you know, on the line here. It's it's when you got to get your poise and focus. 2.45 remaining, as Rob mentioned here, in the regional final. This is as good as it gets. Three wide, make that two wide to the right. Now three again as they line up with Vollmer, one to the left side. And now the throw to Royer, complete at about the 38-yard line of Colerain. And that should be enough for an Elder Panther first down. The tackle by number 10, Sean Williamson for Colerain. It's no surprise that Royer is now getting some cushion there on the outside after, you know, getting the two lob balls for big chunk plays. He's getting a little cushion there. So, again, Luby taking what the defense gives him. Elder's cheering section is starting to move down from the right side. I mean, this place over here is just pandemonium right now. Setting up his first and ten at the 37. Luby throws to Sabato. It's complete to the 35, and he gets out at around the 31-yard line, a gain of six, and Sabato with his second catch. So, so Rob, as a quarterback right now, what, what, what's your concern with the clock? I mean, what you and Coach Ramsey, I mean, what are you, what are you looking at? What are you keying on? I think right now you're still in your regular game script where you're not concerned with the clock too much at this level because it's stopping on the first downs. So a second and four at the 31, and the clock did stop on that one with a second down and four. It's 2.07 remaining. 21 all, three wide receivers to the right. Shotgun. Here's Luby, the give. It's to Catania inside the 30. He's to the 25, to the 23-yard line. And a first down for the Panthers as they continue to move the football. Now, this is one thing. You don't want to get ahead of yourself, but you don't want to score too early either. Right, right. And to exactly what Phil said, you're still in the cadence of your offense. You're still calling your best plays right now. So a first and ten for the Panthers. They mark the football at the 24-yard line. Royer's going to line up to the right side with Postal and Sabato. Three wide receivers. Shotgun for Luby. Now setting up here, the big, and Luby's going to carry it across the 20, 15, to the 10, to the 5. He rolls into the end zone. Touchdown. 24 yards with his jersey. Hanging on. Well, Phil, what, what is it when we see the cheering section? If they're in the skins, we win, right? Shirts <laughs> yeah. off, and Luby makes a big play for him. And that was a big one, too. I mean, that, that's that's Matthew Luby running. Guy's got his jersey. You know, I mean, that, that's a credit to go all the way back to August, all your weight room stuff, everything. I mean, that's just strength there, holding on to the football and making a big play. He had a little extra stretch on the jersey, Rob. How about from, you know, he had a little rough first half, too. How how great is that to see a kid respond like that? That that gives you chills. They set up now, ready to kick this extra point. A minute 36 remain in this one. Elder leading it 27-21. Here's the snap. The kick by Harmeyer is up and... Well, we got oh, a, we got a flag. flag a little movement, I, I think, on Colerain. Well, I think it, was, it might have been encroachment. On a defense, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was encroachment. Yeah, it was on the outside. There was a guy from Colerain. He's been trying to. Len, how about Exhibit A of resilience? Oh, that is right there. That is incredible. And, you know, just like last week, Luby comes up in a big spot and does the job. This time only had to do 24 yards versus 70 last week. First, they'll set up now and get this extra point with a minute 36 to go. Here comes the snap. A little movement again, and they got another movement on 
Colrain again getting into the neutral zone. Some of the perp from the pit getting a little bit frustrated. There it is. There's that Mr. Momentum guy. He's a rowdy one. <laughs> a minute 36 remaining as we finally will get this uh, extra the, point off, you think, Phil? Yeah, the Panthers just keep declining it because they're going to kick it. Now, Colerain, you know, that what they're trying to do, too, is they're trying to get Elder to jump off sides, and they're really keying in on Nathan Evans up front to see if they can disrupt the snap. They know how big this extra point is here. And here comes as Colerain continues to jump and probably jumped again on that one and the kick is up and this one is good so with a minute 36 remaining in this one it's elder 28 Colerain 21 we'll take a timeout on the prep sports radio network for a sharp team look work or play it's the underground sports shop from team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items they can customize any order a wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662 Take here for joseph toyota clearance event twenty five hundred dollar rebate or zero percent on 48 month financing on rav4 unheard of a 1750 rebate on highlander lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a joseph toyota of cincinnati josephtoyota.com Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We've got Rob Florian. We've got 28-21. The Elder Panthers score and a 24-yard touchdown run by who other than Matthew Luby. And right now, minute 36. You don't want to get ahead of yourself here, but... Colerain's only got two timeouts, too. Yeah, they Remember had that timeout earlier, earlier right. right? So two timeouts. I know that, I mean, that does come into play here with a minute 36 to go. And let's see if Harmeyer can do a job again or uh, and kick this one deep yeah. like he did last time. Yeah, these have been big plays here. These kickoffs, uh, you know, when, when you make Corrine again go 80, 90 yards, we've seen that that impact their offensive outlook. So, so this is a big play here for a kickoff. They'll set up from right to left, a minute 36 remaining here in this fourth quarter. Elder with two touchdowns here in the fourth, lead it 28-21. to 21. Harmeyer will kick this one, and it's going to take back at the seven. Across the 10. He's out to the 15-yard line and out of the 20 to the 22-yard line on the carry was Sean Williamson who got the carry, but they've got to go 78 yards in a minute 30, and they can do that, though. They, they can. I mean, this is what you want if you're Elder, right? You want them to have to drive the whole the, the whole field, but let's not forget Elder's not the only offense with firepower tonight. I mean, these guys can score in the blink of an eye, and it comes down to what Elder's been doing well all night as assignment football. Well, a defensive stop away from going to the state semifinals next week. You, you can see the sideline kind of tastes it right now. They feel it. First and 10 at the 22. Colerain will line up with two wide receivers out to the left side with Myers out, who caught a touchdown earlier in the game. And we've got a, looks like a timeout. Elder's going to call that timeout. And we'll keep it here. This game is brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet. They've opened the Tri-State's newest and largest pre-owned car superstore, selling all makes, all models from their family to yours for life. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet or Kelsey's pre-owned vehicles at Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. And also by Schmidt Heating and Cooling. From preventative maintenance to major repairs to your heating and cooling system, you want someone you can trust. That's Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. They'll give you the straight answers and help you with your system schmidt heating and cooling at 531 6900 a minute and a half remaining in this one and 
A first and 10 at the 22. 78 yards to go. Coleraine can do it, Rob. But defensively, this is where the defense has to stop. Yeah, you're, you're, you have to get a stop here. You, you don't. You don't want to play the prevent defense, and that's a little different against a triple option, but you've been playing well all night, so just keep doing what you're doing rather than getting to something else. First and 10 at the 22. Coleraine lines up with two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left side. Johnson, a quarterback, and now looking to throw. Steps up at his 15. Now crosses the 20, and he's taken down at the 22-yard line, so not much there. Back to the line of scrimmage. And Connor Keys. Connor Keys, yeah, he's had a great game tonight. Spreading it out and throwing it is not what Coleraine does, and you can see that. Second and eight from the 25 with a minute eight to go. Here's Johnson back at his 15. Now steps, throws. It's complete, and across the 25 to the 30. He gets out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Pace gets the reception for Coleraine. Can't tackle pace like that. You can't dive at his feet. He's going to run right past you. You know, I mean, at this point in the game, you got to square him up, wrap up. Now, the other thing that's concerned is Elder's rotating some guys. Joe Royer's in a pass, pass rush right now. So, Elder's got to make sure if they're rotating somebody, get the heck off the field. A minute, two remaining in the fourth. Coleraine with a first and ten at their own 33. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Setting up looking is Johnson. Johnson across the 30. He's going to go to the 35 and out of bounds at the 37-yard line. A gain of four on that first down carry, just getting a small play. But they got to think about getting a little more yards than four. Yeah, they do. It's interesting. So there's no better sign of Elder pulling out all the stops and having Royer at defensive end here. He's the one that got penetration on that play that made the quarterback have to step up in the pocket. Right. He did that last week against X as well. Second down and six. The ball spotted at the 37-yard line. 56 ticks of the clock remaining. Elder with a 28-21 lead. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Shotgun snap. Johnson looks to throw. Steps up at his 35, and he's sacked. Right at the 35, and it's Connor Keys again with a sack. And you credit that one, too. You can give, I mean, I know they're not going to give a full-time assist to it, but Joe Royer. Joe Royer had that outside rush, and he pushed his guy out, and, they, and Pace said that they had to step up so much in the pocket there that then, therefore, Connor Keyes comes down and makes plays. And remember, Joe Royer, when he comes in the game, think about that. Joe Royer's coming in to, to, to pass rush. He doesn't rush like a normal defensive lineman. Speed rush. He's, he's just all, a speed rush. just a speed rush, and, and it's effective. And his reach, if he gets to you right. before you get to him, you're done. Right. 28-21, Elder with a seven-point lead. Colrain has what Rob has been talking about, a very uncomfortable third down very coming up. Un- very uncomfortable right now. Third right? and eight. Uh, Colrain's in that huddle right now going, oh, man, what, what page of the playbook are we on right now? Yeah, this is this is a tough situation here. They're not used to this, and of course, you talk about coming from behind is not their strength. It's, it's not. But credit to the offense yeah. for Elder's offense for getting them back in this position. Third and eight at the thirty-five. Three wide receivers to the left with forty-six seconds remaining. Johnson shotgun back at his thirty. Steps up, looking to throw. Throws it to the side. It's complete to about the forty-six yard line. That was Isaiah Myers who caught the touchdown earlier, and he got the reception there and got out of bounds. More importantly with 41 seconds remaining. Yeah, I mean, you, you, the beauty of this is uh, I would say uh, 90% of the teams on Coleraine's schedule don't see this offense, right, because they're so accustomed to getting a lead. Um, 
But you know, to their credit, they're they're moving the ball a little bit here. It's just it's just you you got to get that tick 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 three three wide to the left and one to the right. Shotgun on a first and ten at the forty five for Colerain down seven. Looking Johnson stepping up at the forty, rolling to the left, and he's got Larkin behind him, but he gets across to the forty eight yard line and a great tackle by Teeters at the forty eight, and the clock continues to run with twenty seven seconds and counting. You would think they would burn a timeout. They have a timeout, They've right? got two. Two left. One. A oh, one. It shows two. That's right. One, you're right. And they knock it down oh, that time. You're right, Phil. They had two, and they knock it down with 18 seconds. So They just lost 10 seconds there by not taking a timeout. I know. But, yeah, and I think the board's right because Elder, well, now Elder took a timeout, and they had three. I thought and it Elder was. Elder had two. So this might, actually, this might be Coring down to one. Elder should be listed at uh, one as well. Because Coring, Elder took that time out, I thought. Either way, yeah. just get yeah. a stop, but just it doesn't stop. matter. Let's just get a stop. Third and seven. The ball spotted at their own 48-yard line. So you got two. You yeah. got Joe Royer yeah. and David Larkins in right now. This is a huge third down. They call line. them the closers. Yeah, they call them at third and seven at the 48. 18 seconds, two wide to the left and one to the right. Make that two now to the right. Johnson, shotgun, looking at his 42. Knocked down. Oh, and it is knocked down that time. Seeger got it. I thought Larkin got a paw on it. No, nothing. If one of those guys had turned their head, I, I mean, that could have been an interception and just fall down. I mean, that's a game. So it's fourth down. It's a big one. How many times has Elder had fourth and ball game on their end? How nice is it to have put it on the other side of the field now? For a change. Fourth and seven at the 48 for Coleraine. 14.5 seconds. If Coleraine does not get a first down, the Elder Panthers move on. Two wide to the left. Two wide to the right. Shotgun formation. Johnson steps at his 42. The throw down the field. It is complete at the 42-yard line with 9.3 seconds remaining on a first down. So the clock runs, and they'll, they'll just drop it here. And Johnson drops it with 6.9 seconds remaining. And they will have one play here at the 42-yard line to try to get this one into the end zone. Coleraine not going quietly into the night. No. <laughs> Do not go quietly into that good night. That's right. And you, you wouldn't Cody expect Milton. that from that. Uh, that's pretty impressive, that's, i got to say. That's a deep track. Yeah, look at that. But, uh, you know, again, what are you, you're, you're 40 yards out here. You, you know, you got to put the ball in the air. Um, Johnson uh, does have a good arm. You saw him he, throw a 36-yarder earlier. Pro- probably the last play here. Here it looks like they did a good job in saving the timeout because if you hit something in the middle of the field, maybe you can step a clock in time 6.9 seconds remaining second and 10 from the 42 two wide to the right one to the left and a flag is down another flag down count them up phil is that 12 on the field again no they picked it up the guy he thought it was 12 he thought it was 12 because that's what he was doing he was counting no elder education there (laughs) they line up with tyler prather in the game Number 15. The other thing you could see here is maybe a gimmick play, maybe a double pass, maybe something like that. Three wide receivers to the right. Prather gets the snap. Now looks to throw down the field, and this one is going to be intercepted, and the Elder Panthers are going to move on to the state semifinal with a win over Coleraine, 28-21. It feels pretty good, Phil. Nicholas Seeger with that one. Gets that pick off. And I think we're just going to go. That's that double zeros. We are shaking hands. Survive and advance. 
We will come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game, but elder season continues next week, 28-21 with a victory tonight. And we'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Take care for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at Mercy. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. I'm Father Jacob Vargas from St. Peter and Paul, California, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to a jubilant Dwyer Field, the Elder Panthers, with the big victory, the Cooper Electric star of the game. We couldn't just give it to Keep one. On we are going to give it to the entire in the back, Elder no. team defense. Uh, Nicholas Seeger from Connor Keys, uh, even Joe Royer on defense. We're giving it to the entire defense, situational defense. They did a tremendous job all night. Uh, I know Luby scored a touchdown. Royer had two, but it's uh, both of them had two touchdowns. But Rob Florian has joined us in the booth and just yeah. a great performance. 
performance. I, I think it's easy to make the, t- the team defense star of the game here because when you face that triple option offense and the pressure that puts on you, it's true assignment football. And when you play assignment football, it's not just your studs. It's your role players. Everybody contributes. You see the team tackling. I mean, it, it, the defense really, uh, the offense, you know, kind of hung in there and hung in there and we were kind of sputtering a little bit. But the defense just hung around and gave the offense a couple more opportunities and then the offense took advantage late. And we're just getting word that we're the Elder Panthers are going to play Springfield next week. And uh, to be determined, do we know where that's going to be yet? And they knocked off Dublin Kaufman 7-3. to Wow. Close game. We get it right there. So it's Springfield next week uh, at 7 o'clock. Uh, that will be here. We'll have all the action. So enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday and Elder football on Friday. That sounds pretty good. Oh. Forget the Black Friday shopping, oh, right? How fun is that? This? It's going to be Purple I Friday. Mean, how fun is this, right? Which, I feel like we felt when the cheering section had the shirts off and we're going down <laughs> to the field, uh, you know, we, we knew momentum was kind of swinging with them. Absolutely. And, of course, another game ends with Matthew Luby with another right. touchdown in crunch time, 24-yard touchdown run. He had everyone on, on on his back, including somebody grabbing his jersey and still got into the end zone. I mean, how, how, how proud, you know, should we all be of Matthew for, um, you know, shaking off a couple turnovers in the first half and coming back and – and, and talk about resilience. I mean, he's the sign of it right there. The whole team, right? They, again, we've seen all year they didn't flinch, and they hung in there and hung in there, and then made big plays when they had to. They did. I mean, what a game. I mean, they scored 14 points. In the, you, you thought at, at some point they didn't score. They, they, you know, it was, they, they stopped them three and out. They didn't score. They got a good break. You thought at that point Coleraine was going to do something. But to hold Coleraine, not only – they kept them to zero points in the in the second half. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I don't think I've ever seen that. And it was even a couple, like, three and outs in really short series. I mean, it, it wasn't just no points. It was how they did it and to keep giving the offense opportunities. And Corrine's defense played a great game. Um, so it wasn't all – it wasn't like Elder's offense was sputtering. I mean, there weren't a lot of guys open. And, and, but, but what I'm getting at is that the Elder defense giving the offense more opportunities is what really changes game. We're going to try to go down the field at, uh, and see if we could get Phil Bengal. Uh, he's, but uh, we'll, we'll go down to him as soon as we can. We'll go looking at some stats in the game. Matthew Luby, 23 of 30, 243 yards, had uh, a couple of picks, had two touchdowns, had a fumble. But uh, the running game, he had 29 carries, 170 yards, and two touchdowns. So he threw for two, ran for two. Threw two picks and had a fumble, but you know what? You forget that. Yeah, and he, he forgot it. Resiliency. Well, that's what okay, happens go. when you're asked oh, to do so We've much. got Phil on the field with Coach Ramsey. Well, I, actually, I'm down here with Coach Curran. Oh. So, Coach Curran, the elder defense, big night, big second half. I mean, great preparation all week. What do you got to say? Uh, you know, the kids just, it, it's hard. You, you go from playing a team like St. X that's, Pass heavy and spread and things like that, and, and, and going and playing this game, and the, the kids just locked in. You know, all week long we had to tweak things and adjust uh, to what they were going to do and all the different formations, bringing in offensive linemen for their wildcat and those sort of things. And our guys just dialed in, wanted to learn, wanted to give themselves this chance to have this feeling, and it, it's pretty special. Final drive for the Panthers. A lot of guys came in and made some big plays. Just talk about that last drive and what you were asking your defense to do. Just hang on. <laughs> you know, try to keep guys fresh and, and use some of those uh, talented offensive guys to, to kind of get them off the spot a little bit. But, uh, you know, we knew if we get them in that situation, you know, we'd probably have a good outcome. So.
Okay, Coach Curran, thank you. And uh, you guys will try to get Coach Ramsey next. Okay, thank you, Phil Bango. Thanks, Coach Curran. A great defensive job tonight uh, by the Panthers. We gave them the Cooper Electric star of the game. Uh, it was uh, just a great win to come, you know, to play this game against Cole Rain and, and hold them to zero points in the second half is pretty impressive. So we saw Coach Ramsey kind of around the team, and I can guarantee you this is going to be one of his prouder prouder moments. Well, we've here. got Phil Bango, and he's live down on the field. He's got Coach Ramsey, a pretty happy coach tonight. Yeah, here here with Coach and at halftime, you talked about having to play mistake-free football, make adjustments. Just talk about what your guys did in the second half. Well, I think we settled down. You know, I I think I think we one thing I think Matthew tried to do a little too much. You know what I mean? And 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 he settled down in the fourth quarter and obviously made some really big plays for us. And uh, you know that was the thing we we stopped shooting ourselves in the foot and had two really good drives here in, in the fourth quarter. And and our defense was good all night. You know you were talking to, to Brett, but you know we gave up a couple big plays, but for the most part we were pretty solid on defense. Yeah, their defense tonight, they did a great job. You guys did a great job out there making adjustments. How about that final drive? On defense? On defense yeah, first. Yeah, on defense, you know, just go out and play in man coverage. And, you know, and our guys, you know, don't let them get a big play there, right? And, you know, and, 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 and they're not a great passing team. You know, did a good job there stopping them. And the last drive, well, the second to last drive for defense was really big. You know, we get the, the good kickoff coverage, and then they get a penalty and another penalty, and we keep them down there, you know what I mean? And then they we get the ball midfield, and, uh, you know, we just kind of dominated a lot of scrimmage. Now that last offensive drive, Rob Florian and Abu said this was going to be one of those drives where Elder's going to work it and get down the field, and that's exactly what you guys did. Yeah, uh, Matthew almost got a little too quickly, you know what I mean? It's like I almost wished that he would have got tackled on the one-yard line, run some more time, but, you know, hey, got in, got to score, and we got to win, Phil. We got to win. It's got to feel great to be practicing Thanksgiving week. Yes, it does. You know, it's been it's been a while, and uh, we always have a good time on uh, on Thanksgiving morning. So it's going to be, you know, it's it's just it's one of those days. Which anybody that's coached with us before is invited back, and we have a good time. You know, uh, after practice and looking forward to it. Hey, Phil, tell him to watch. Okay, what he, thank you, tell Coach. Him, tell him watch what he wishes for. There, we'll all be back in the coach's office. Oh, Rob Florian <laughs> said you better watch out. He's coming back. <laughs> Thanks, Phil Bengel, and thanks to Coach Ramsey. Just uh, jubilant uh, Elder Panther win. You can tell, you know, this has been a special team all year, Rob, and you can you can you can sense it after the the several games when they came back to win uh, games that they they shouldn't have won and they did, and it just seems like na- again and again they they do it. Absolutely, and, and, I, and I love having you guys up here in the booth because, again, you know, we rely on you um, when we can't make it to games. But when I got to go back to the pit to watch the game and you see the sidelines and you see the tem- team chemistry, they don't flinch, and they just love playing together. I think more than anything from this game, yeah, you know, we can look at the stats and we can look at all those things. More than anything, I think those guys are just jacked up. They get to play another week. I, I think that's really at the heart of it. 
Absolutely. Uh, just a tremendous job. We're, uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We're going to come back, uh, and we got a lot to cover, I'm sure, Mark Bengel. we got a lot to cover. So uh, we'll thank everybody now, and we'll come back. Uh, thanks to Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kenny, Kevin Kenny, another terrific job back at the studio. Without you, this doesn't get done. Thanks to you, the listener. Oh, we've got one. We've got Phil Bengel down on the field, so we'll break uh, in, a, in a minute or two. But Phil Bengel's down on the field. Yeah, real quick, we got Jacob James here. So all night, you guys playing against a coring defense that was throwing different things at you. Talk about the adjustments you guys made in that final drive. Yeah, you know, it wasn't really many adjustments. You know, we just had to stick to, stick to what we do best, just keep playing, keep taking one play at a time. How about that final drive? I mean, I had to feel good seeing Matthew break that one, but just knowing you guys were able to move the football. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. You know, it kept building up to that, and then Matt kept hanging in there, kept doing his job, kept running north and south, and, you know, we, 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 got, we got it done. Thinking all the way back to August, then doubles. This has got to feel good practicing on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it feels good practicing on Thanksgiving, but not only, not only back to doubles, back to when I was – Two feet tall, huh? Listening to you call games, and, you know, it's, it's a dream come true. It's going to feel great. Absolutely. Thank you, Jacob. Good luck next week. Mm-hmm. You. You, can, you can sense the uh, just how jubilant they are, but just how much they all mean to each other, too. Right, Rob? Absolutely. And someone like Jacob, he, re- he just referred to it. When when we were playing and making yeah. runs at state, he was the water boy. He, wow. was the, he was the little knucklehead in the corner, you know, running out the water in, in all the games. And same with um, Peyton Ramsey, who's quarterback at IU. These guys have really grown up around it, and they've really bought into it. We've got uh, another one. Phil Bengals down on the field doing a great job. And uh, Phil, who you got? Uh, oh, okay. Okay, I do have Matthew Luby down here. We're just trying to make sure you can hear us here. So Matthew Luby plays a heck of a football game tonight. Matthew, uh, a lot of things, you know, weren't going your way early, but Rob Florian was with us and just talking about continuing to play on. Just talk about the first half a little bit and, you know, Coach Ramsey at halftime. Yeah, the first half we were kind of shooting ourselves in the foot to say, uh, we were driving the ball fine, but we couldn't finish. Just key turnovers at wrong times. And uh, halftime was a good time to regroup. Whole team got together. We knew we had to come out in the second half and make plays. And we did that. So the final drive, we're jumping ahead. You guys know that you got to get into the end zone, get into a good spot. You make your, your calls. You stay calm. We talked to Jacob. What was the mindset in that huddle? Uh, just a bunch of guys that loved each other. We were talking about it. We even sat in the huddle before the play. Just everyone, we love each other, and uh, we're going to do anything to get in that end zone. That's what we did. So this week we get to practice on Thanksgiving. That's got to feel pretty good. Oh, yeah. This is the first uh, we've been in about, what, 10 years? Feels great, and uh, just looking to keep moving forward, survive in advance. Well, good luck the rest of this week, Matthew. Thanks, Coach Bangle. Wow. You know, I, I was listening to Matthew talk, and I – I, I got to. You, you were smiling, and, and I know you felt this. You felt like, wow, you were back when uh, go back a few years ago, right? Oh, I mean, it, a couple of things he said. It, you know, when they were in at halftime, and they just looked at each other, regrouped, and said, "We got this," right? And, and the fact that he, they're playing for one another, and that's that's really what this is all about. And you can see it with the team, and it transfers into success on the field. They're they're playing for one another, and you you can. He even said it right there, right? Uh, let's see, does Phil have anybody else down there? We want to. We, we're going to take a, a, a timeout. Oh, we'll, oh he's got something. Uh, we've got. 
Bring it back to him? Uh, no. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, Tom Kenny, Kevin Kenny, back at the studio. Thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, the Elder Panthers 28, Coleraine Cardinals 21. Next week, yes, next week, it's on to week four of the playoffs with a 7 o'clock kickoff on the Friday. It's a Purple Friday, the semifinals of Division One. It's Elder versus Springfield. We'll find out where they play. For Phil Bengel, for Rob Florian, I'm Blen Harvey. So long from the pit. But stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to continue – with Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night with Steve, Tom, Mark, everybody's going to be here. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper's been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a 1750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoting Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosard Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili location, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. This is Father Michael Mary Dosh from St. Gertrude in Madeira. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night, brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. And now for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to the La Rosa's Pizza on Boudinot Avenue in Western Hills. Here is Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. 
Okay, I'm down here on the field with Connor Keys. The defense, we were just looking at the scoreboard, shut out in the second half. How was that third quarter? A lot of battling from you guys. Yeah, we knew from the at halftime, Kitch Rams was kind of mad. You know, we were killing them first half, but we were still down by seven, so we had to come out strong, finish, and get after them. So, Anything big you guys changed on the field between you guys making reads and Coach Curran? Uh, just being strong up front, make sure we stay smart. That's really it. Just do our job. Get our person. Whoever was our man, just go after them. How about that final drive? I mean, your defense, you played great. Big sacks, big plays. Yeah, we knew we had to get after them, you know, about 40-something seconds, so we knew they were going to probably throw the ball. And then so we got after the quarterback, and I told the guys on the bus ride home last year that we were going to come back this year and get revenge. So that's exactly what we did tonight. So it's got to be fun. We're going to practice on Thanksgiving in our state final four. Yep, that's awesome. I can't wait. That's what we wanted last year. We couldn't do it, so this is our chance. Let's go. All right, Connor Keys, thank you. Good luck. Okay, uh, what a special win, what a special team. Uh, this Elder Panther team this year has the guts, the guile, uh, and, the, and the perseverance, uh, and it really showed tonight. So that's two weeks in a row on this field uh, that Elder came back and uh, grabbed the victory uh, from probably the two best teams in Region 4 and definitely the two best teams in the state. On the sidelines, it was amazing. All game long, the portable pit was in, in tune. Uh, they were just ready to explode. And then in the fourth quarter, gave them a chance to uh, get off their feet. It was standing room. The the cheerleaders uh, were shirtless. They took off their shirts. And then skins to win. I hope right. I hope skins somebody I hope somebody took a picture uh, of the final drive, the final play. Uh, Matthew Luby uh, dragging Coleraine defenders into that end zone with his jersey just stretched to the fullest. Uh, it was a sight to behold, and congratulations to Doug and staff. Uh, joining us uh, as well is uh, Rob Florian. And, Rob, uh, you know, has is, is been through this before. We've talked about it all through the broadcast, how, uh, you know, you, you uh, were the first guy to to get them to the state championship game as quarterback is a lot of pressure on you, the guys. But I guess you just have to relax and play your game and not let this, that too much stuff play in your yeah. brain. I, I can guarantee you these guys are just out there having fun right now, right? Um, you know, they're excited to play another week. If, if you look out on the field now, you got some some players, you know, straggling around. And there are some from Coleraine because they know, you know, it's their last game and they're finished. And it's, and it's unfortunate somebody's got to lose this type of game. Um, but, you know, the guys at Elder right now, like you said, they're excited about practicing on Thanksgiving um, and just continuing to, to 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 play for one another. And like I said, it's it's transferred to success on the field. Um, I, I'm ready for another week. You know, we talked about the portable pit guys, and uh, Kyle Rudolph was seen on the on the sideline as well. So that just tells you, uh, shows you, and tells you, you know, just the the alumni coming back and uh, everybody's interested and they want to follow. 
uh, their high school, and it's really special. Kyle had to be proud of what he saw on, on the field tonight. Joe Royer making those plays, those were Kyle Rudolph-esque, yeah. right? If anybody watches the Minnesota Vikings the past couple of weeks, that's Rudy in the end zone, right? And yeah. He's the same thing. And I'm telling you, one of the keys in the before the game I had is I wanted to see Joe Royer yeah. going up against Deshaun Pace. You know, the, the kid that got the defensive player of the year and on, in the end zone on the winning touchdown, Kyle, yep. Kyle outplayed him, grabbed it, and got the touchdown. Can you guys hear me? I yes. can hear you fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know, uh, Kevin, I hope you can hear me. I, I've been hearing myself in the headset. They said they can't hear me, so I can hear myself. I'm going to yeah. keep talking into this okay. microphone. Uh, I'm keeping one track open in case Phil gets another snake, somebody else on the sideline, but uh, we'll see how if that happens. But let's uh, now switch over to Steve uh, and, uh, and, well, both Steve's, because Steve Geis and the the drum line's here, and he's going to help us out with he, the scores. He's working his way up the steps right now. He's got to come through the door. Yeah, they've made it. They're, they're in here. All right, let's uh, look at the Cincinnati area right now, the game you heard here tonight on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Uh, Elder wins on the uh, last uh, last of the game effort, uh, 28-21, and uh, on the final drive, as you heard, uh, just stopping the high-powered Coleraine offense. So Elder goes to 11-2 and two on the year. Coleraine drops to 11-2. and two. D2 Region 8, we talked a lot about this, a lot of talk going on uh, from the Harrison Wildcats about how they were going to handle the LaSalle Lancers. The LaSalle took care of that 45-8. to eight. They move on tonight to play Toledo Central Catholic out of Region 7, uh, who won tonight over uh, Lewis Center, Olentangy, 35-14. Troutwood Madison defeated Hamilton Baden tonight, 20-7. Troutwood Madison goes on to play uh, Bishop Hartley, who won tonight, 27-14 over Jonathan Alter. In uh, Division 1 action around the state, Division 1, Region 2, the Elders' opponent will be the Springfield Wildcats, who won tonight, Seven to three over Dublin Kaufman, the Shamrocks. So they they, they move to uh, twelve and one coming into the season. Their one loss against Fairfield. So we'll talk about Springfield in a little bit. I got uh, uh, I looked ahead a little bit. Uh, didn't want to jinx Elder, but I have some information to uh, talk about. <laughs> jinx them uh, now. Yeah, talk about uh, uh, Springfield Wildcats a little bit and Pickerington Central uh, in. Uh, Division One, Region Three, won tonight, twenty-three to seven over Groveport, Madison, Pickering Central. Moving on, and the, the last piece of the Final Four in Division One, St. Ed's and Mentor in overtime. Right now, uh, I know St. Ed's had the ball first time, and you said that, that they St. Scored. Ed's scored. And Mentor has the ball on the two-yard line, fourth and goal. And there's an injury timeout. So, uh, oh man, uh, that was two minutes so, ago. So we'll keep everybody. So we'll let you know what's going on with that. So right now, the, the final four is the, the Elder Panthers, the Springfield Wildcats, the Pickerington Central, whatever they are, and uh, we're waiting to see what Mentor and Edwards uh, do in overtime. Wild, wild game up north. I switched. Uh, we're done with the interviews down on the field, so I'm in Phil's uh, input there. So no more interviews down here, Phil, so you can come on back up. Of course, I know he's down there having fun. And, uh, yeah. so, uh, but, you know, he's this, hanging with his peeps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Harrison uh, uh, game, Steve. And, and uh, I know we don't have a lot except that Harrison lost big to LaSalle. Well, I, I, I know um, – 
It was, I believe, 21 to nothing either after the first quarter or right after the first quarter. I mean, LaSalle may have scored um, with, with uh, seconds into the second quarter. But I know they jumped out before the first minute of the game was over. They had already scored their first touchdown and uh, were just uh, working the Harrison Wildcats uh, pretty hard tonight. Harrison coming in uh, 11-1. and um, I think they were the, they're in the Southwest Ohio Conference. They were the champions in, the, in that. And uh, they were the, the, the number three seed. Uh, and uh, they did not fare very well tonight. The, pretty much the outcome we expected, running clock in the second half, for pretty much all of that, so uh, uh, not a, a good night to be a Harrison Wildcat. Uh, Sirs move on, like I said, to play Toledo Central Catholic, who come in to the game 13 and 0. So uh, you know they're they're a, a formidable opponent, but I don't think they have seen the likes of, of LaSalle either. Rob, the you look at uh, coming into a playoff week, holiday Thanksgiving week. Uh, what is it like now when you know you're only four teams left in Division One, and the excitement's got to be there, but it's time to get down to business? Yeah, you're embracing the challenge at this point. Um, just, you know, a, I know enough up here to be dangerous, and it looks like Springfield's schedule. I see a lot of zeros on the board uh, from their opponents. So I'm guessing we're going to go up against a really strong defense. Um, but, again, embracing the challenge, I think I think the staff uh, the staff's going to have these guys prepared. And, and they're they're going to have fun knowing they have another week to play. But that's probably why this team's very good is they know how to channel that in, into working hard and uh, being a part of something bigger than yourself and really being prepared. Preparation-wise, um, you were there for the first time, uh, uh, Doug Ramsey took a team up to the state finals. The second year, was it different? Was the preparation, having known what you did the first year, was there a change? That's a great question, Steve. Yes, it, it is a little different because the first year you're really focused on what you're doing and you don't really know what it's about yet and you're just trying to put your best foot forward and call your best plays and execute and those kind of things. When you get to the second year, you have that expectation of we are going to do this because we have done this. Um, I, I think you could get a little bit of that and what Elder's doing in the regular season now and preparing this team, they've had a really tough schedule. So that, I think that's really going to help them that even though they haven't been this far yet with this team, I think they're enough, they're battle-tested enough throughout the regular season that they'll have they'll be very confident going into this week. You know, Rob, two weeks in a row now, if you listen very carefully to Doug after the game and after the win, one thing that he said after both victories is, in the second half, we settled down. Yeah. So my question is, you know, when you're playing a, a first-round playoff game at the pit, you're pretty comfortable. You're, you know, you're waking up in your bed and going to school, whatever. But now this is more like we talked earlier about the finality of it. And you don't want to put that thought in your mind. But since they've been through two tough wins, that's got to prepare themselves so much better for the semifinal game on Friday, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you could – Doug made a great point about settling down because you could sense Matthew Luby was forcing it a little bit. He was pressing a little mm-hmm. bit. He knew that the defense was doing a good job and the offense had to start making plays for him, and he was forcing it as soon as they regrouped at halftime and settled in. So I think, to your point, they're only going to get better at that. So I think probably next week we could probably expect a little better start because those nerves are kind of out yeah, of there. Trust themselves a yeah, little bit. Trust it, the coaches. A, trust the plays. That is exactly it. Um, you, you have confidence and you trust the plays, and you just you just go out and play. 
big big crowd here tonight. Uh, the Elder Panther crowd. Tom, you were down there. I'm up here. I got a uh, final. Oh, here we got go. a final. Mentor, 36. St. Ed's, 35 in overtime. Mentor went for the two-point conversion. And made it. And made it. Oh, my gosh. So, so that's the second time this year they beat Lakewood St. Ed's. The only blemish on Lakewood's Ed St. Ed's block this year was losing in week one to Mentor. And 29 to 28, now losing 36 Wally to Wally Welch, if you're out there, there's a website that he follows. Um, can't think of the name of it, but uh, they do odds on, you know, game predictions and stuff. Their prediction for the final, this was before the regular season was over for the state championship game, was Elder and Mentor. Oh, yeah. wow. The Drew Pastor? Yeah, Drew Pastor, okay. yeah. Wow. Those guys are looking pretty smart right now. And I know they do these percentages all through every week, and they're pretty, I mean, they're better than 70%, uh, which is pretty darn good. So, uh, um Anyways, that's, that's pretty amazing. One thing I would say about a Springfield team and, and what happens, and it happened for our years, what happens when you get through the region, you get through the region and it is a battle and there are a lot of teams that you see year after year after year and sometimes mm-hmm. in the regular season. When you go to that state semifinal, it's 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 a mystery, right? You know it's a good team, but yeah. you don't know very much. You don't know much about like when you them, played right? Finley. We played Finley. You know we didn't have any clue about Finley, and we found ourselves downtown in the fourth quarter real quick. Yeah. Right. So, um, you, you you don't you can't say well this city or this region's a stronger football team than typically has a stronger team than others or whatever maybe because it's, it's kind of out the window when you get that unfamiliar territory, and that's that's going back to what you said on. Um, you know, can can they get settled in earlier? There's going to be a little bit of that just from yeah. the unknown. And I think, you know, from what Elder's been through, not only in the playoffs up here at Mason, which is a very friendly place, by the way, and I'm sure Elder feels very comfortable here, but the teams that Elder played in the regular season, you know, the different types of teams that they played against, yeah. the triple option teams, the RPO teams, uh, the teams that just ran the ball, like uh, from Indianapolis, they've seen a lot of different types of teams that should – prepare themselves pretty well for a team like Springfield and who knows who they played, but I doubt if they had such a diverse opponent as did Elder. I do know who they played. It Here did. we go. Here you go. They opened up with Hilliard Bradley, won that 44-7, uh, to uh, lost to Fairfield 16-12. to so they're 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 at uh, home or away? Do you know that was at home? Okay. They played Miamisburg, won that forty-two to seven. Northmont uh, twenty-eight seventeen. Kettering Fairmount uh, thirty-four to seven. Beaver Creek sixty-one to nothing. Springboro twenty-three to nothing. Centerville forty-one twenty-eight. Wayne thirty-eight to thirteen. Trotwood Madison twenty-one twenty. And then in the the uh, playoffs, they, they beat Marysville twenty-three to nothing. Dublin Jerome. 37 to 14, and tonight 7 to 3 over Dublin Kaufman, and uh, they play Elder next week. Rob, uh, you're the Springfield head coach, and you're you're, you're going to get the films coming in uh, early, I guess, over the weekend, maybe Sunday, Monday. What are, what do you think he's going to do when he starts <laughs> looking at the films? I think I think Coach Ramsey would kill kill me if I if I if I, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if, I game, if I game planned against <laughs> no, us, right? I wouldn't do that. But just <laughs> no, give me right. your impressions of what he's going to be going up. Well, Springfield's got a challenge because what do you stop? I mean, if you want to talk about another parallel from from when our teams were going up the state, it's there are no variables when you can move when you can put a hat on a hat 
and get five yards, which is what they can do when they go behind their horses. So if you're Springfield, what are you thinking now? Are you thinking, man, I, w- I really want to move everybody up in the box to stop the run. Now all of a sudden Joe Royer is one-on-one out there. Joe Royer, coverage, yeah. yeah, he's not the only weapon, but we saw that exposed tonight. Mm-hmm, yeah. So and so then what do you do? Then you say, oh, we saw this happen tonight too. Joe, on a, on a, on a big play, a big run, it was a 12-yard needed time. Colerain doubled Royer with a linebacker that they slid out, and that left a gaping hole uh, for Luby to run through there. So yep. I just don't know. You have you really can't take away anything, and if you don't take away anything, you're in trouble too. So they're in a tough. They put they put defenses in, in tough situations. So looking ahead to next week, here is your cocktail party information on the Springfield Wildcats. They're 12 and one coming into the game. Their only loss was September 6th to Fairfield, 16 to 12. They were the number one seed in their region. They were. The, the, the G-Walk number one team champion in that. Their quarterback, Tashawn Smoot, was 106 for 196 this year for almost 2,200 yards. This is not counting tonight's game. Their running back, Jeff Tolliver, has run for almost 1,200 yards on the season. They have two wide receivers, Larry Stevens, who's hauled in about 1,000 yards, and uh, James Woods, Woodsill, who... Uh, has hit it about uh, five, 560 yards on the season. They average uh, 210 yards rushing a game and 203 yards passing a game, or, or uh, about 212 yards total. They average 34 points a game, and they've allowed 11 points a game, not counting tonight's results. And that's that's all I know. That's pretty good. It's real good. Can we do some comparisons? Uh, we, they lost to Fairfield. Fairfield lost to Colerain. Elder B. Colerain. Game over. Game over. Yeah, okay. game over. Let's not even on, play. On, Let's just go to the finals. Right, yeah. That's right. I'm going to state championship. Yeah. <laughs> well, Excellent point, Tom. Yeah, that, yeah, that's well taken. We don't have to play this. No. Yeah. And and we don't know. You know, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. You don't yeah. know. You don't know any of that. But, I, but that's I, good for Elder. It's good for Elder. Exactly. That was my next point. Yeah, sorry. It, good. No. It, no. That's yeah. perfect. Here we're yin yang. Yeah. This is great. We're feeding <laughs> off each other. But yes, it, it it that's that's we could see that. I remember, you know, weeks ago we're talking about does Elder have a chance to really make a run? Yes, because there are no variables when you can move the football like they can. Well, final thoughts, guys, before we turn this thing back, Steve. I, you know, I think just looking at what we we looked at, and Rob, maybe you you could even you know talk about this a little bit, but that that kind of balance between running and passing, I would guess that they're not an option team. They're probably straight ahead, you know, more what we see out of the Elder Panthers than what we saw tonight out of the Colerain Cardinals, which I think is a. a, a a benefit to the older Panthers because they, they play that type of uh, team and that type they play defense against those type of teams very well. So I, I think Elder matches up very well with, with the Springfield Wildcats. Well, I, I just want to say that uh, it's going to be a great week of practice for Doug. It sounds like any any and all former football players that want to come back and, and, and look at practice on Thanksgiving, uh, it's, it's an open invitation. It's going to be a great week. Doug has a great staff. Doug's been here before, so there's experience. Let's just hope that uh, the kids that are playing trust the process and they can kind of get more comfortable or comfortable earlier in the games than they have the last two weeks. But nevertheless, these are two classics back-to-back, if you ask me, two instant classics, last week against St. X and then tonight against Colerain. 
Rob, you're up next. I mean, you got to love. So at at any level, football is a brand of marketing for the university or for the school. And above all, you just have to love that the community gets to celebrate one more week. Um, And we're all going to have fun with it this week, both in in anticipation for the game as well as at the game. Um, My other last thought is, uh, you know, my father says the definition of a gentleman is do you make others feel welcome. And all you guys tonight have made me feel so welcome up here um, from Len (laughs) and Phil and you guys. And it's it's been a treat, and we're going to keep having fun. Well, we appreciate you being here. You've added a lot to the broadcast, and we thank you very much. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, Absolutely. Welcome anytime. Well, with Thanksgiving coming up next Thursday, the Elder Panther fans will have something a little more to be thankful for, is it will be That's the right. eve of the state semifinal game. The difficulty of reaching this plateau escapes no one in the Purple Nation, as we have seen many great teams in the past fall short. We have seen this team and coaching staff grow and adapt as they have played unique teams from Florida to Canada and all points in between. And now they have one more step up the ladder to go as they they face Springfield in a location to be determined. It could be here. We don't know. We'll find out next week. But one thing for sure, all of us here from Prep Sports Radio will bring you all the action. So for Steve Bangle, Len Harvey, Phil Bangle, Tom Kennedy, and Rob Florian, this is Mark Bangle. Good night, everyone. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Coding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 20 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schuster, Rosard Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili locations, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Thank you.